Welcome to the Riot Squadcast. My name is Ed Rodriguez, and I'm joined by the greatest of all time, the man, the myth, the legend, Chris. I thought you were going to go producer, Ben. <laughs> Chris, Zero Cool Tucker, how are you doing, sir? Uh, I'm extremely well, my friend. Very, very well. My boy, my boy, my, my, my bae, Shinsuke Knox, 2018 Royal Rumble winner. Shinsuke Nakamura is going to headline WrestleMania versus the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. Couldn't be happier. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be beautiful. Uh, my first pay-per-view I've watched in I don't even know how long. It was a decent show. If, got, we're talking about the 2018 Royal Rumble, if, if you don't know. I got the uh, ne- WWE Network, right. the free month trial. Okay. So I was like, all right, yeah, I'll check it out. If I can make a recommendation on there, um, what is it called? I think it's Legends with JBL, Okay. the Eric Bischoff one. If you watch wrestling, I don't, want to, I don't want to watch anything with that dude. That guy's an asshole. No, Bischoff, you're thinking of Vince Russo. No, Bischoff, no, no. So, I'm thinking of JBL. Really? Oh yeah, well, that yeah, a Nazi. Um, but it's it's Isn't a, he on like Fox News now. I called him a Nazi, didn't I? Uh, ooh, right off the bat. Um, but <laughs> if you're a, if you enjoyed uh, '90s wrestling, it's a it's a great kind of review between WCW and WWF. What I've been enjoying on that is the uh, like the 24. It's like something like oh yeah yeah that the WWE 24. I need what? to go back to me trying to talk about wrestling and you going God damn it shut up, shut up the fuck up about wrestling. This is your doing. You're in. I'm in. I'm all in now. I'm this, all in. Hashtag all in. There's nothing wrong with that. Hey, so, hash- so now it's up to me to tell you guys, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Hey, Ben, you're here. Ben. Hello, sir. So it's, it's good to have everybody back, just to, to just to say that. So we haven't recorded in about three weeks. I think our last recording was like January 9th. Something like that. Well, that's kind of semantics, the not having recorded. Yeah, technically, I mean, technically we, we have recorded. We sat down to do this. Me and Chris sat down to record here at the studio on Saturday. Uh, ben had a class he had to go to, and so he left the studio open for us. He was like, look, you idiots, all you have to do is click one button, and you're good. And I'm like, all right, okay, we can do that. Exactly. Everything's fine. One, bu- one button. Everything's fine. The one button was clicked to record. We went, we went on for 138 minutes exactly. Perfect number. I hit the stop button. That's it. And then... I lock the door to the studio, and that's it. We leave. That's it. Hours later, I, I text Ben. I'm like, hey, what's going on? And he's like, I need you to call me. I'm like, all right. I called him. Don't tell Tucker. He'll get mad. Don't tell Tucker. I, you know, he's like, he's like, yeah. I want you to tell Tucker, but. Uh, <laughs> that's what I said. I said, dude, you got to tell Tucker because I'm not calling him. <laughs> and which is funny because literally when we stepped out of the door, I, I told Tucker, I'm like, wouldn't it be funny if the episode gets lost and we. We have nothing after three hours being here. My response was no. It would not be funny. <laughs> it would suck fucking dick. And seven hours later, about, is when I, yeah. I talked to Ben, and he goes, yeah, man, it, it's gone. Yeah, so I, I came into the studio, and I look, and like I'm like, oh, cool. They, you know, they shut everything down. They did, you know, they were cool. And it's, and so I come over here to my to the to the computer to look, so because I, I know I got to edit Tucker's voice at least. And so Somebody's nothing. Like, I'm, like, I'm like, oh, yeah. shit. I'm like, it's just gone. It's gone. Look, gone. look, look. It's gone. He blames swears. He blames me. I literally didn't. T- I touched the button. The, I clicked the mouse twice, and then left it at that. It's his shitty computer. So if, exactly like I said on Twitter, blame Ben. 
Hey Ben, mute his mic. At DT yeah, Radio Ben. I should. I should. Look, it doesn't, it doesn't, At DT Radio Ben. It doesn't matter, sirs. We're all here now. We're here now. We're, we're, we're recording now. We're having a good time. Everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. Everything's great. Everything's great. I'm going to have a, I'm going to be able to get my car, a new car tomorrow. Yeah, I drove today. Yeah, Chris actually drove us today. Behind the wheel. So. Sober. That was uh, an experience. <laughs> Chris hasn't. You know, I was Chris, off today too, yeah. and I, I made sure that I didn't smoke after like one o'clock to make sure that I would be sober enough to, you know, just in case you needed me. Exactly. Right. I knew today was going to be a big day, big big day. And um, so the good things are happening today as a recording. It'll be two hundred days until my wedding. Hey. So that's pretty exciting. Um, still hitting the gym, trying to trying to eat as as healthy as possible. Some hiccups here and there, but. We should do a quick uh, update. Update yeah. on the the biggest loser challenge. All right. You want to go first? I'll go first. Um, so I did start this. Don't, don't give your number. Don't just, no, no just, numbers. Just, yeah, just say if you're down, you're up. What you and how much you think you're. down. I'm gonna up. give a little backstory. All right. Um, you got a lot. I of didn't back start. Story. Baby got back. <laughs> there you go. Um, that's the ending song, by the way. It's yeah, gotta yeah. happen. Yeah. Um, he's out of the way early. Yeah, now. I, like I, it. Like, I like it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't start the the challenge until about. Three weeks ago, four weeks ago, okay. something like that. That is a that is that's what we would call an interesting strategy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not how I would have uh, gone with that, no. but I, I, you know. No, no, yeah, exactly. It's, it's probably something yeah. that's not, no, that not is, recommended. Yeah, that is very galaxy of you, actually. Yes. To, to, yeah, to get off to the slow start. <laughs> yeah. Starts the season exactly. a third of the way through. And then about you know August, that's when you start uh, ramping up a little bit. Um, so I didn't start until four weeks ago. So I gained six pounds from my original weight. In a weight loss challenge. Yes. You gained weight. I gained weight. Actually, we'll go with that one. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and um, so as of today, I am now back under my original weigh-in. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm down about eight pounds okay. from my original weigh-in. Hey, man. So all in all, I've lost over 15 pounds. Sure. Because mm. technically- But you've been finding some. Well, yeah. So, once you stop finding pounds, then the losing becomes more. I'm impressive. just saying. Look, I lost 16 pounds. Good enough, sir. All right. Hey, Benny, where you at? How's it going? So I've actually I've been kind of lucky. I mean, as you can hear, I, I've been sick a lot of this. The I know loss what assholes too. these guys get. Like, so no, I definitely sick you, for yeah, days. Like a, a week a week after the challenge started, I got like pneumonia and didn't eat for like three days. You can know, you and imagine, I dropped like seven pounds. Can you imagine someone in like Uganda being like, "I got lucky. I got sick. Everything's great." <laughs> What an American statement to be like, hey, I got lucky, man. Exactly. I yeah. got sick. I'm going to lose some weight and win myself a jersey. <laughs> Fuck those people in those. Third world well, shitholes. Uh, I, I wasn't going to say it. Well, I'm going <laughs> to. There you go. President Ed. Former. Hey. Yeah. So. Go on, Ben. A lot of, a lot of poli- politics tonight. <laughs> Hot well, button it's, issues. It's, today's the, the state, state of, of the, the union. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, 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 on, it's on the mind. Yeah. So Ben, yes. all right. So go so on. so Apologies. I've actually I, I I I think I'm I'm down about eleven pounds. I okay, think. very good, sir. Yeah. Very very good. So so it's going it's going all right. We'll see yeah. how it is. Although the other day, like in between, like the pneumonia and the feeling regular, I I did have a little bit of a slip because I had a pizza. Okay, not oh. like a piece of pizza. Like oh, I had a pizza. A pizza. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fat guy. He's fat like, guys I, don't have slices. I of haven't pizza. eaten in in three days. It but, was like, and it's yeah. not, it wasn't even regular. It was like a Costco size too. <laughs> it was like a, a gluten free pizza. So I like, I felt like, like okay, I could have this. Oh, don't waste it. If and you're like, gonna go, sir, you yeah, gotta dude, go. go all in. Go hard. Dude. Get like the meat lovers from like Domino's, <laughs> where it's just well, like the grease is like literally like <laughs> seeped into your pores. 
I know you smell like the pizza for like three days yeah. after. Yeah, are, you yeah. feel, are you feeling better now, though, as, as far as the illness is concerned? You're, you're healthier? I'm starting to get better. I went to the doctor yesterday. That's okay. how I know I'm, I'm down because I actually got on the scale. I hadn't, oh, right. I've been trying to avoid a scale, you know, just telling myself that, you know what? It's for the health benefits, you know? Yeah, yeah. And the jersey, but mostly the health benefits. <laughs> yeah, mostly in for the jersey, if I'm honest. Um, if we, if, uh, if. Shoot, please. Go ben, on. don't listen for a second. Just go la 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 in your ears real quick. <laughs> I was hoping he would go la la la. I know. If if Ben wins this, and like we customize the jersey, can we just have it say jerk off on the back of it? So he can never wear the jersey ever again. Like even though he wins it, he'll never be able to wear it. So this was this was something. Or like neo Nazi on the back of it. Shithole country on the back. Yeah. So he'll get the jersey, but he'll never be able to wear it. I want Hitler sex tape on the back of it. Okay. Well, this is Jamaican Hitler. Something lost in the in the lost episode we did. Um, I read out the password to Ben's computer. Let's just put that on the on the back. Okay, it's just like yeah, Ben's, a- Ben's address for the name, yeah, and then yeah. Ben's computer's password for yeah, the number. Yeah, I like that. And then as he's, you know, well, it'll actually, be like his, his like geotag. Really dangerous. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the coordinates. Yeah. Um, I've been doing the uh, whole thirty challenge with uh, my girlfriend Erica and her CrossFit group. Uh, so I've had um, very little carbs really or... i thought you were supposed to like like join the Cross, yeah. crossfit that costs a lot of money so yeah, that's a son money. of a bitch about that shit. it's, a, it's yeah. so fucking expensive and it's so expensive for me to wake up early and lift weights and like sweat which doesn't make any sense at all to me if you're saying like hey chris give us 1200 dollars hand jobs whenever you want it like is that how much it costs it's like 1200 bucks yeah. a month no, 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 no. For the oh, for the year. Yeah, for the Jesus year. Christ. No, it's like it's like twelve hundred for the year or something like that. But um, it's just a lot of money. So my 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 plan of attack was I wanted to get my beer belly down because my my beer belly had gotten super out of control. Um, get that taken care of and then start running. Uh, I'm at a point now where I can start running regularly uh, without too much damage to my knees, and my I have very very flat feet. And the titties not hitting your face. T- titties are damn near gone, <laughs> sir. Titties are titties are, are leaving quickly, um, mostly because I've I've haven't I've I think I've had three beers since you've been sucked dry. Fifth of January, um, and that's damn. no no alcohol, no whiskey, no nothing. I smoke a ton of marijuana now. Um, See, I'd be afraid, dude. There's like smoking and then just getting like. The munchies. And uh, you got to be smart about it. You keep cashews in the house. Uh, I have cashews or Erica makes uh, kale chips. I like how he, said, like, I like like he like says the, the word cashews. I know, I know. It's cashews. 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 Bless you. Hold on. Hold on. How am I supposed to say it? I know the way the it's, way you say it is just it's just know, weird. It's, it's odd. Like, well, how do you say cashews? It? Like it just it just sounds so weird. Cashews. That's how you said it. Fucking Lithuanian. Like that's how you said it. Cashew. There you go. That, that's not better. Cashew. <laughs> that's how you said it, though. Laurentwick. Yeah, exactly. Cashew, right? It just sounded weird. Is this? I feel like this whole show. I'm gonna have a kid someday, and this whole show is just gonna be my kid going. My dad. So dad, dad was. He seems smart. He's an asshole about how everyone else speaks, but he struggles with like basic phrases. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I I don't know where I'm where I'm at as far as our weight loss challenge is concerned. But how are you feeling? Part of the whole thirty is I'm not allowed to step on a scale. Um, so I'll be, I will be allowed to step on a scale for the first time, February 4th. Um, I feel good. I feel I have a lot more energy. Um, I've the greatest barometer that Erica always tells me is like close. Don't worry about the number. Don't worry about the scale. Um, the clothes are the, the, you know, your main indicator. Uh, I'm currently wearing a shirt Ed bought for my birthday 
two or three years ago that I've it never worn. It was when worn. you were still in Portland. When I lived in Portland, yeah, uh, that I've never, ever worn. And a jacket that, my my smaller Galaxy jacket um, that I would occasionally wear but absolutely never zip up because the baby that would protrude from the front of me uh, was so disgusting. Um, now I can zip that up just fine and, and you know, my black Galaxy jacket that I usually wear is starting to get a little too big. So I'm assuming I'm, I'm going in the right direction. There you go. And I think... All in all, I, I'm just glad that we are actually losing the weight and kind of sticking with it. It stuck with it. Is yeah. it I, I, I think a huge part of it is, and we were talking about it earlier, positively being there for each other, um, positively keeping track of each other, um, and then having the the listeners who are also competing kind of checking in regularly and letting us know where they're at and, and keeping up with it. So it's been great. Yeah. I'm kind of glad we have kind of did this and kind of inspired other people to do it as well yeah so, so so if you're listening out there just you know check in send us a tweet let us know how it's going for you we we what do you think about doing in a middle of the road see where we're see where we're all at weigh in next week i'd rather leave it to leave to it to the, the end yeah okay that, yeah. Work, that works for me i'm in so we, we we run till february 27th which is the last day the official last day of the contest it's if you are like 28 days if you're competing we will need uh, a photo in by february 27th let's say noon um yeah. so, so just get it done in the morning i i was i wanted to do like an actual live show oh right, yeah right, right, right. yeah i think we should weigh do a live in. show and have them come down and everybody weigh as, in as many people as if yeah. you can like i mean yeah, if, you can, if you can if you can't if you can't yeah, shoot, yeah, shoot us a photo or whatever by the way do you want to mention our uh, ontario friend yeah, uh, I'm yanking that email up right now. So give me give me one second. So apparently, I've been throwing down a challenge. Boom. Personally, from our friend in Ontario, you Canada. Have by the way, our home, our home and native land. Yeah. Um, and I, apparently, Chris was supposed to get this twenty minutes ago, but he didn't pull it up yet. So that's cool. That Show prep. Hey, fuck you. Show prep. Show prep. <laughs> Oh no! Sorry, I had it up last time we recorded when you guys fucked the recording up. Oh, so let me guys. give me one second. You guys, all, must, all I know is I didn't fuck it up. It must That's be all nice, the information it must I be have. Nice to just sit there, do nothing, just talk in a mic. It's a sweet life. And be like, hey, hey, bye. When you when you've got the talent and the knowledge that I do, then uh, you can just show up. Until then, make sure the yeah, is suck it, Guessman. <laughs> um, so we have a, a, a challenger from a friend of ours in. Oh no, Ontario might be different. Oh okay. Or am I tripping? Oh no no no, I'm not tripping. Sorry. We have a, a Torontonian. So, oh Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he he has thrown down a challenge to Ed. He says he is preparing. Uh, he's using the Squadcast challenge for preparation for his own wedding. And he threw down a personal challenge to our, our dear, dear, dear Mr. Zombie, um, saying that he will throw in a keg for the Lars Picnication for the TFC game. Um, the TFC game, if Ed can lose a greater percentage of weight than he can. Um, this listener is, I'm not going to give your weight out, buddy, don't worry about it. But um, this is Daniel Gallagher from Toronto. Um, if you guys want to, you know, perhaps chip in and toss the guy some money to help balance out the keg bet, which would be awesome of you. Um, you can find him at Daniel J P Gallagher at gmail.com. Um, but he has said he will, when Toronto SC come to play us at the StubHub center next season, yeah, I'm or this upcoming, upcoming season, rather, um, he will donate a keg of beer. Uh, I think it's of Ed's choosing within reason. Um, Ed's not a huge beer drinker, so it shouldn't be too big of a problem. No, I mean, I I literally have like one beer a week, and that's about it. Yeah. So um, 
we play Toronto FC on September 15th uh, at 4.30. I'm not really sure what day of the week that is. That's a Saturday. Um, that's, so, a, that's an away game, by the way. Are you serious? No, yeah. it's at the Step Up Center. September 15th? September, yeah. Oh, no, you're right. You might be right. I think we only play Toronto away. I don't see another Toronto game. Again, as always, why do we never look at this shit ahead of time? <laughs> Ever. Dude, you, it's, it's like we always say, if you come to us for correct information. You're right. It's at BMO you're, Field. You're, you're totally That's the only the time we would play them. Yeah, we don't play Toronto this year. So yeah, then, no. presumably, at the picnication following that game, we'll figure it out. Right. We'll figure out more specifics and give it to you guys. But uh, Daniel Gallagher is going to donate a keg if Ed's can lose a higher percentage of weight than Daniel on February 27th. You, you do you know. you fucked up, son. You do know what this is. Has he now? Has he now? I was gonna say, has he now? You're, you're given that, given that you've lost 15 pounds, but you're only down like eight. <laughs> you're gonna have Larzers coming and babysitting Ed so, yeah, like you, every day from now what, again, to the end of the challenge. Let's go back through this. Anyone who knows Ed, anyone who knows Ed that goes to vacations, Ed is actively costing you beer by not losing weight now. I am one for one in keg bets. All right, that's true. I am batting almost, a thousand. I almost died that night. We got. We got delirium mm-hmm. in a keg. Yeah. That is some hard shit. At 13 of those. Yeah. At 13 beers. What a horrible decision. So I accept the challenge because I literally have nothing to lose. Except for a keg of beer for everyone else. I, I don't care. I'm not going to be at the games. Who cares? Wow. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. Wow. Probably not, though. So, yeah, you hear that, everybody. You have a shot at free beer, and Ed doesn't care. So if you want to give him a hard time, that's at Ed the Zombie on Twitter. Yeah, like I said, you're going to have Larzers coming and babysitting you. Yeah. Like every meal, every you day. You really want to eat that <laughs> yeah. potato chip in? You really need that Funyun, big dog? You really want to have that bread? <laughs> like, uh, I don't think you need those carbs, Ed. Challenge accepted. All right. And that's number one. We have one more where, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm still fighting a, a cold here. Um, oh, God damn. It's all coming back at me. Um, Mark Bustamante. Um, who is a, a, a Squadcast listener and, and retweets all of our, our things and gives reviews and helps out as, as much as he can, is going to be donating his tickets and as well as his parking pass for the 4th of July game versus DC United, which, especially based on some, some things we're going to talk about in a little bit, is absolutely definitely going to be a sellout. Uh, he is selling, he will be uh, donating, rather, his tickets and his parking pass to whomever comes in second place in the fan vote, in the fan challenge. So if you are, if you're doing the uh, Squadcast Biggest Loser Challenge, going for the replica jersey, if as a listener, if you don't win that jersey, Mark Bustamante is donating DC United t- two tickets and a parking pass for that game. Uh, everyone is eligible who does not win a jersey. So, um, you know, keep it up. Even if you don't win a jersey, there's now two prizes that you can get. Um, and obviously, keep kicking it in the balls to get that keg. Thank you very much, Mark. It's a uh, it's a great donation. Yeah, thank you guys. Um, I'll be glad to get that keg for Lars. It'll be a shoe in, one hundred percent. We're Love good. You're, you're, let me understand. You're calling your shot. I'm calling it, baby. Like I'm, the, I'm the, the babe. Like the great Bambino. I'm calling it. Wow. I I, I love it. I'm gonna go two days now. Two. I'm doing it. All right. Let's, it, let's do there's it. no reason you can't win that keg and win this jersey. Yeah, but I don't want to. I don't try hard enough. But if just looking logically, look at this podcast. It's fucking uh, already just logically. Example. If this if this guy's been working from day one for you to beat him, you're gonna have to go hard as shit. If he's been working from day one, I'm gonna go hard in the paint. 
All right, maybe check, make that the song we ended on. I don't know what's on. I about. go hard in oh, the paint. Yeah. <laughs> but so I mean, and you know what I what I really really loved out of uh, both Daniel and thank you very much Daniel and thank you very much Mark. It tied into oh, fucked up Daniel. You know, we we could do giveaways, and we you know we've obviously amassed a, a big enough collection of of Galaxy stuff over the years to do giveaways and donations and all that other stuff. But it really ties into what we were going for when we first started this of a podcast for everyone else, a right. podcast for everyone. You know, it's it's not it's not our show. It's not me, you, and Ben. It's not me, you, and Andrew or or Gilbert. It's every person who listens. Like this is all our conversation. And to see two people step up and go, hey, here's my tickets. I'm going to put them down. Something that you could either flip or, you know, that would cost you an arm and a leg. Or, you know, Ben stepping up and going, hey, we're doing this challenge. I'm tossing in a replica jersey for for the listeners to do it. To have Mark come in and go, well, I'm tossing in game tickets. To have Daniel go, well, I'm tossing in, you know, a ke- from someone who will not be able to enjoy a singular sip of that beer. I'm tossing in a keg if Ed gets his ass up and comes out and beats me. Like, that is such people's podcast and what i was hoping for when we first started it's it's it makes me so happy yeah if anyone wants to you know um challenge me to get me like a uh, you know switch or something that'd be cool <laughs> greedy fuck uh new ps4 just pay for our soundcloud for the year <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we can keep uh, going SoundCloud for a year <laughs> we'll be like alex jones is like we're just trying to keep this going for one more week if you if you donate now because the reptile, de- reptilian de- Democrats. Reptilian elites. Yeah, exactly. That's all he talks about now, right? It's like. I don't know what the fuck. Reptilian aliens. Who has any idea what that asshole talks know. about? But people love them, which is weird. Yeah. Well, well yeah. there's always psychopaths in the world, so. Hey, people love Carlos Vela. <laughs> yeah, I'll equate the two. Anyway. Car- Carlos Vela equal to or less than. Alex, Alex Jones. Jones. Alex Jones uh, does not have an LAFC hat. So I, if I'm picking. Okay. Someone edit that where like Alex Jones like has his arm folded and then he lifts and then his head oh, in an LAFC hat. George, George the, the squad cast <laughs> illustrator. Give me, if you could draw me a picture of Alex Jones with an LAFC hat on, that would make me uh, so very happy. Extreme. And we, happy. we have to, I mean, before we really get into the galaxy talk, um, want to give another huge shout out to George not even try to pronounce your last name. Um, not my forte. Um, Let's call him the artist known as George. The art, oh God. the right squad cast uh, illustrator. Yeah, resident uh, illustrator. Who, who every time artist George artist sir. say that name. Artist George. <laughs> George, here, hold on. We're gonna give Ben a shot here. I'm this is thinking. radio. We're supposed to be talking. Quiros. Quiros. Kiros. Kiros? Yeah. Oh. George Kiros. Ben, come oh, on, man. dude. You're, you're Mexican, dude. Come on. Say you're Mexican. But barely. <laughs> <laughs> just just oh, enough. I'm half Irish, so I think that, that kind of takes... But it, it's spelled George like the English George. So maybe... Uh, I was Let's just call him well, key, well, the yeah, right squad well, cast he is, artist. He is the squad cast illustrator, and he knows who he is. And, and... Yeah, George Kiros. Come on. Let's give him proper due. He is an artist. Yeah. Okay. Artist. 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 I, I I joked with uh, Ben and 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 uh, Tucker earlier that I want to do a Squadcast uh, art gallery where we have like a night where we have all like the the George's uh, artworks on display. Mm-hmm. Oh, I I want to get them all blown up and put in here. 
I told him I want the I want we're, the originals. We're gonna yeah we're, we'll uh we'll we'll put together a collection of the drawings George has. Uh, oh, let's put out an art book. Has put together. Yeah, we should fucking do that. Um, and then we'll we'll tweet him out. He is. You guys, you guys would pay for that, right? He is. Let I'm, us know. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and and just flat out label him. He is the Squadcast illustrator. He is artist. He is the artist. He's, yes, bro. What's the difference? Artist is like more sophisticated. <laughs> you serious? Yeah, illustrator. Like, get, it sounds like you. You, I get stoned you, and drink Jameson during this thing. The, like, an illustrator is like someone who works at you know Nicktoons and draws the Rugrats. An artist is anymore? broke and on the dole. An artist is using my tax dollars to eat. An illustrator, an illustrator has this a direct guy was deposit. talking about tax dollars now because he has kids and like. Oh no! I was talking about tax dollars. I I gladly pay my taxes. I got Tucker's know. new tax plan, man. My my tax plans fucking leave my money alone. Everyone leave my money alone. The what little bit I have, please leave me alone. Uh, no, I, I I would love to put a. Um, I just want to get his things printed out as to the same level as the 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 artworks we have in the studio now. Um, I would love to get his things printed up absolutely and, and put up on the walls. Here. Absolutely, they're, yeah. they're phenomenal, and again builds into the people's podcast mentality of it's someone who liked it saw something that they could do that was different and said, hey, guys, what do you think? And ju- literally just sent us yeah. artwork out of nowhere. Honestly, guys, we have so much space in the studio. If you guys want to send us stuff, yeah, like we will put it up. We will display it. We will gladly display it. Eventually, we're going to try to get back to those live shows because uh, people have been asking about them. We just needed to lose some weight first. Yeah. <laughs> it was getting disgusting. It was, it it was, was getting dis- It was getting gross. It was gross. You don't you don't know the 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 amount of self loathe you have until you see yourself on YouTube on YouTube slouched in a chair yeah Ugh. so yeah we, I want to thank him as well I just I wanted to give him a shout out and toss that in there he's actually working on a on a separate little side project for us that hopefully will spin into something really awesome um, but that will be coming hopefully sometime this season so sooner. we'll see yeah sooner rather than later I think yeah 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 all right so I want to go into a little bit of Lars news. Um, Lars is, that's cool. Uh, Lars News is, uh, wow, no. Uh, Lars is actually currently accepting um, applications for Lars leadership roles. Slaton. Go ahead, Ed. Okay, cool. I just wanted to reel him back in I'm, I'm Honestly, I'm, I'm just going to go through this real just quick. Just hit it. Um, so you can go to the Riot Squad uh, website at otherriotsquad.org. Uh, it's the first thing that pops up. If you guys ever wanted to, um, you know, affect the supporters group in a positive way or negative. Sometimes we do shitty jobs, so that's fine. Uh, but there's always uh, an opportunity for you to help out. If you go to the website, there's all the job listings. You just sign a form. It gets sent to our database. Uh, there's a vote at our State of the Squad event that will be happening soon. Uh, sometime, I'm assuming, at the end of the month, I'm assuming, of February. So keep an eye out for that as well. Also, the 138 SE packages for this year should be announced within the next month or two. So keep an eye for that as well. But you can sign up on the website at LARightSquad.org. If you've ever been like, oh, you know, I wanted to affect this or this isn't what I what I want out of a sports group, you can affect that change. So please, by all means, sign up. You know, you can be the change you want to see in the world. And that again, right squad, right squad. even if, if you don't want to run for a position, that especially the state of the squad meeting or or seeing people who are running for positions, um, that's a great way to say, hey, I'm here to be a number two. Yeah. Hey, I'm here to be even maybe not a number two if you or ever a need number help. three, but get my name, get my number. Yeah. I'm down to paint a TIFO. Exactly. You know, I'm I'm down to show up early to 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 
you know, corner off our spot. I'm down to go inside. You ever want to see the stadium empty because it's beautiful. I'm down to go inside Andrew and help you set up banners. You know, we, we can always use an additional set of hands. Any person that's in a leadership role can always use an additional set of hands or, you know, a, a sounding board. Maybe someone you maybe you can give your opinion about how we should be discussing things with the front office. Absolutely. This is how you get involved. So I want to go through the I just want to say the list of names of what the actual leadership chairs are. Um, you have the merchandise chair. You have game day operations, philanthropy, events, recruitment, uh, digital design. The COPPA, which you probably don't want to sign up for because that's Andrew and you won't beat Andrew in that job. Um, but you also have executive positions like secretary, treasurer, uh, vice president, and president. So, again, go over to the org. The first thing you click on, you'll see the, the, the leadership role. Click it, fill out the form, and then uh, at the State of the Squad event, that's when all the candidates will be presented and then voted, voted on. So, there you go. Boom, done. Moving on. Finally, Galaxy News. After 30 minutes, Finally. which surprising, Glorious. surprising is what it was last on on, on Saturday's uh, yes. recording. It actually took us like a half an hour to get through. Yeah. It was a long show. It was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. All right, so we do have some more player signings since we last recorded three weeks ago. Uh, first of all, we want to talk about we have our definitive center midfield, center defensive midfield in Perry Kitchen. Mm-hmm. Let me discuss them though, didn't we? On that show, we we did discuss uh, the acquisition of Perry Kitchen. Okay, didn't really go through too much about what he could bring to the team. Right on. Um, you want you want to go? You want me no, to? Go ahead. Um, so I I mostly looked at. I mean, the upside with Perry Kitchen is we have something we didn't really get last season. We have a nailed on starting center defensive midfielder. Um, there's not going to be this this war between him and Jao Pedro. There's not going to be this this battle that you had with Jao Pedro and Jermaine Jones. Perry Kitchen, certainly for what it looks like he's going to end up costing us, um, is going to be your your nailed-on starter for defensive midfield, which lets you know what your center midfield pairing is going to be. If we're playing a 4-4-2, let's operate from there. If we're playing a 4-4-2, you're going to have Jonathan Dos Santos on the right, Perry Kitchen on the left. Um, Perry Kitchen seems to play more of this stay-at-home defensive midfield, which we really, really were missing because – even when Jones was under control, he still would go forward whenever he wanted, drop really, really deep back. Perry Kitchen, at least just looking at his numbers, appears to want to stay home and break shit up, um, and that's what we needed. Um, Captain Hartz, when he went uh, to Scotland, played at Randers in Denmark, I believe. We looked this up a couple days ago. Yeah. Uh, played at Randers in Denmark, and now we're, we're bringing him in. Um, he, I, I looked at some com, uh, compare and contrast numbers from his last stint in MLS and cobbled all of those together versus Jao Pedro's one year here. I can understand that may not seem too fair to Jao Pedro, but looking at the best stats I could get going further back when prior to us signing him, his numbers were actually worse than they were in his first year with us. So I just went with his, his um, first year for the galaxy. Uh, Perry kitchen attempts fewer tackles per game at 1.9 to Jao Pedro's 2.7, but they both, they both about level out to 1.8. So Jao, that translating, uh, Jao Pedro would attempt more tackles, fail, and then be caught out of position. Perry Kitchen tries fewer tackles, but succeeds in almost every one he does, um, which is, is going to be huge. Perry Kitchen was rarely dribbled past, uh, I think at, at 0.2 times per game. Um, Jao Pedro was good for being gone past at least once per game. Um, they both drew pretty equal fouls. Uh, but Perry Kitchen also commits far more fouls per game. 
So that's that's going to be something we're going to have to kind of keep an eye on. Pretty similar in yellow cards. Uh, successful forward dribbles, uh, unsuccessful forward dribbles, about the same. Uh, short passes, though. Perry Kitchen, far more successful in getting the ball and delivering it to someone else that can launch a play than Jao Pedro did. He would kind of receive the ball and attempt a short pass and, and you know, no one there if he's even doing a short pass because he also attempted fewer per game. Uh, Perry Kitchen also had more successful long balls per game than Jao Pedro, um, coming in at about an extra long ball, successful long ball per game. Um, you know, just, just looking at his, his base numbers for both of them, Perry Kitchen is going to be far superior to Jao Pedro. They're both coming into their prime at about 25, 26. Um, so it'll be really nice to see Jao Pedro compete with Perry Kitchen for that spot and push him. But it's it's pretty damn clear. Perry Kitchen's going to be our number one. Jao Pedro's going to be his backup. Yeah, absolutely. And then to uh, cap off the DC United 2015 team that we're trying to build, <laughs> we uh, recently signed Chris Pontius. Now, when you Google Chris Pontius, make sure Chris Pontius soccer. Yes. Because if you just type in Chris Pontius, you'll get the guy from Jackass. Did you do a whole write-up on him before you realized? Yeah, I was like, oh, this guy's actually the actor. No, no, no. Uh, But local boy, Yorba Linda. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. I don't know what area code that is. I would have shouted it out right now. (laughs) Yorba Linda Linda represent? Yorba Linda in the building. (laughs) (laughs) I think they're the 714. Yeah, repping that 714, 657. Nigga, what? Whoa! Uh, yeah, I, I, sorry, it, it got re- it got away from me really fast. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I was like, shit just got real in here, See, man. I, you know what it is? I miss Ben because I didn't. We didn't have any of this like yelling, laughter, and 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 fun when it was just you and I again. Yeah. I no, like no, I here. know, man. But it's okay. Then. Again, nice sounding board. Nice sounding board. Um, but Chris Pontius uh, comes in uh, much needed depth on the wing and mm-hmm. certainly up top. Can uh, can play. He's played left wing on the right. He's played your your guy up top to bring down the ball for his his other strikers run on to. So I have every position he's played. If you if you want it in MLS, give me the positions, baby. So Chris Pontius has played left wing, left midfield, attacking midfield, center midfield, right midfield, right wing, and secondary striker, and center forward. What I found interesting was those are all the positions Imboateng has played at some point in his career. Uh, Pontius's numbers are, are, you know, significantly higher. He's been around a little while longer, but they both have mirrored all the same positions that they can play. If we can find a way to keep them both, um, just the amount of depth and options that we get since they play so differently uh, would be great. Uh, very similar amount of games played last year. Chris Pontius had thirty with uh, Philadelphia Union. Boateng at thirty-four with us. Pontius only had two goals. Boateng had four, uh, but Chris Pontius was able to get six assists to Emma Boateng's two. Um, both were subbed out north of 20 times, but Chris Pontius is far more successful in the air, uh, trapping about four balls per game because Emma Boateng's .3, which understandably is unfair given how much smaller Emma Boateng is. Um, but if we're if we're late in the game and we're trying to lob balls up to the top uh, where you need someone who can bring them down, to, you know, to maybe open up Geo or to open up Lasseter or Bradford, uh, Chris Pontius is, is going to be far more successful at that than Emma Boateng late in the game. And really, looking at at a depth chart, Pontius pushed Emma Boateng down, who could have been a, a useful little extra piece late did in the game. Know? Uh, yeah, well, when Pontius signed, he did. Yeah. Well, I don't know. 
I think we can uh, talk about that in our depth chart discussion. Sure. Well, it's to say when when Pony is signed, he pushed Emma Boateng down. At, <laughs> at this point, I don't think it's much of an issue anymore. I don't know, man, because Emma gives you what. So every Emma gives you that something that not no one on the team can give you, which is that last last the last ten fifteen minutes guaranteed substitution. Yes, but the last ten fifteen minutes when you can just run at defenders, sure, and just blow past everyone, sure. Pontius isn't gonna give you that. Absolutely. What he's gonna not. blow is his knee is his knee again. That's what'll blow. Pontius had point five successful dribbles per game to Emma Boateng's <clears throat> one point three, like per game Emma Boateng gets past players three times as often, almost three times as often. And when you when you have a guy like our forwards that we'll talk about later, that's going to be absolutely useful. But if you look at how often we played a long ball to Giassi last year, and he is, Giassi is incapable of, of, of holding, using hold of play. Yeah, we saw that. He's incapable of being that guy. Yeah, we see that time and time again. Not saying that that's what we're going to do, but if that's what we're trying to do, we had far fewer Chris Pontiuses than we had Emma Boatangs. You could launch a ball to, to Ariel Lasseter and have him just go run past somebody. You could launch a ball to Bradford Jamison or to Geo and have him just go run past someone. You could, in theory. You, I mean, you should be able to. I'm, and yes, we're using fucking Geo's name again. Um, you could launch a ball to those guys and have them just go chase it down. In neither of those guys do you have someone where you can launch the ball up and let them go up against a big center back or a big, you know, left back or right back and have them win that ball in the air and then hold it for Lasseter or BJ or anyone else. We'll talk uh, anyone else to come through and then play that guy in to get an assist. That's why you also have Pontius with more assists in a uh, in a season than you had Emma Boateng. He's he's good if you want to launch the ball and let him go run. Yeah, but is he getting anyone else into the game? You know, not exactly. All right. So I love it. It's a, it's a great move. It's a great move because it cha- it allows us to change how we go about playing. Absolutely. And it's a natural it's a natural backup to Alessandrini because although Pontius had played the majority of his matches so far at left wing and at forward, the majority of his of his production last season all came from the right wing for Philadelphia. All except for one of his goals and I believe all of his assists all came on the right wing for Philly. I want to apologize because you're going to hear a lot of coughing. Hopefully not. We we have cough mics and we're trying, but we're. we're but I mean, because even if I cough, it's going to catch on your mic. It's the sick and the shut in. Right so, now. well, look, here's just, the option: you could have waited a fifth week. Yeah, and you know we're just in a in a in a small tiny room just with festering germs everywhere, so it'll be fine. Yeah, we're that, just gonna, that we'll live get, weigh-in episode is going to be awesome. It's going to be fun. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to look like a couple Ethiopians up there. Wow, shithole countries and Ethiopians all. I mean, eh. I mean you you put those two together. I didn't. I didn't say that. You know, you're the racist one, because the image went in your head. I'm I'm definitely the racist one. That's what they tell me. Well, yeah, that's what they tell me. All right, so um, let's move on. Before we talk about some other player acquisitions, we're going to talk about some uh, some draftees that we have picked up. Yeah. Um, First up. Most notable. Tomas. Tomas. Hilliard. Arce. Hilliard. I, I feel like Hilliard is like the one you got to say, like, in an English accent. Tomas Hilliard Arce, we drafted uh, second overall after uh, Chivas USA took João Moutinho uh, as a center midfielder. Um, looks like it'll be, it looks like he could be pretty good. Every every person I've spoken That's to. That's the word on the streets. Every person I've spoken to in the front office has said uh, he is competing for a first team roster spot. And it looks like he's going to be able to uh, uh, maybe squeeze in at the last second. We're, we're definitely going to have some movement. With as far as our defenders are concerned, uh, very soon. So there's going to be an open spot available. Um, 
but he's a he's a big boy and he's uh he was captain co captain anyway of Stanford. Six foot one, one seventy five from Hartford, Connecticut. That is white. Yeah. White. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, he was actually the Mac Herman trophy finalist last year. Hey. So you know you're getting a top talent. One more which we didn't even think one more trophy for the cabinet, sir. Which we didn't even think we were gonna get. No, yeah, the original he, he was a slated to go number one. He was he was genuinely generally rather expected to go number one overall to uh the goats. Um, when they end up going with John Moutinho, it was such a surprise to this is what I've inside sources and information. When uh LAFC took John Moutinho, it was such a surprise to the galaxy that that was the reason they called their timeout. Yeah. Because they they were scrambling to figure out presumably what they now this is this part speculation on my end, but scrambling to figure out what they could do as far as um, a trade that, that they were working on. And maybe we can actually fill a spot here with a, with a more than decent talent uh, who should go number one overall and should be competing for a roster spot on the MLS team um, that they needed to call a timeout and kind of uh, get their shit sorted. Is it, it looks like the kid's going to be a, a, an amazing acquisition, uh, especially given what we were otherwise able to do while maintaining his pick. Absolutely, and as you said, I think he he's gonna uh, he's gonna definitely challenge like guys like uh, Romney mm-hmm. for that that spot as like a backup backup. Sure, even even if you can, I I think going into it, you would still have Romney as the native backup at the moment for center back. But Romney is a, is a left back. Uh, you know, we we not according to him. He thinks he's so, he thinks he's a center center back. Sure, and we we have all certainly been sold a, a bill of goods over the last few year or so at least year and a half that Romney is a left back and a center back and a right back can play all the spots on the back line. He makes the best sandwiches. He, he's, he can, you know, he's the best parallel Parker. Sure. <laughs> uh, Hilliard Arce can double at right back, uh, in a pinch, which obviously from last season, we very much needed. Um, he can, he can double at right back and he is a, looks like an outstanding prospect at center back. Uh, if if it can help Romney focus on the left back spot and learn from Ashley Cole and just become the heir apparent in that position, uh, it's another great pickup. You're you're not going to get a lot of negativity from me uh, this week. It's, it's just it yeah. Chris Chris was oddly positive even three days ago. Yeah, and now, I'm considering things things that have happened in the net last uh, day or so. I think uh, and I'm I'm not a huge. I'm not a huge fan of the draft system. I, I like the idea of the academies and us kind of building from within. But if you can get a talent like this kid, who seem, seems decently smart, was a leader at Stanford, was a, a co-captain, they won back-to-back championships, they won back-to-back-to-back Pac-12 championships, you have a guy with championship winning pedigree, who knows how to win, who knows how to be a leader for a winning team, which is a whole different kettle of fish, Right. Um, who presumably is at least willing to go down to USL level for a while, if that's the case, uh, and work his way through to the first team, and you have the, I mean, my favorite word in the world. You have depth. Yeah. If if Stelvic can't can't do it, if he can't, if it turns out he can't go, bench him. If Steris more more than likely going to be Steris. If Steris is is having that Jordan Morris game again, bench him. You have a guy who is supposed to be at that level. You have a guy who, from reports, is the most MLS ready person in the draft. Bench him. Give give the kid a give the kid a run. U.S. Open Cup nailed on starter. Start him. Most importantly for me, you have someone who's going to push Hugo Ariano to get better. 
He's going to force Hugo Ariano to work on his game and to push himself harder and harder and harder to get better, especially with us cutting Bradley Diallo, especially with us cutting, uh, what's the other kid's name? Natty Ice. Uh, less so Natty Ice, but yeah, N- N- uh, Natty Ice, uh, Cassiano. Especially with us cutting um, Cassiano from G2, you have someone who's there to push Hugo Ariano, who the Galaxy see as the next heir apparent at center back. So good. Every, back, every you know, part of it's they, good. Whatever they want to play him at. Whatever's necessary. But yeah. it's not necessary to play Hugo at left back if you can have Romney focus on playing left back. Right. Like, that's the beauty of where we're at. Shelvik. You can move Shelvik to left back and play Hilliard Arce or play uh, uh, Clementa to play some of these other guys at center back and move Shelvik over to left back, which he can play. Let Romney play left back, which he can play. We have so much more depth and, and potential movement with even a singular draft pick signing. I mean, it's it's stark how much better we got when Pete Viennese is not allowed to make decisions anymore. Yeah. I mean, overnight, overnight, we've gotten so much better on basic decisions because you have an MLS guy who knows how to build MLS teams in Ziggy. Doesn't it feel like that last play season is just like five years ago, but already now? Like, it seems so long ago already because we've signed like 10,000 different players Different coaches, different head coaches. You know, I've 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 already forgotten last year. It's a wash. Yeah, it's burned into my psyche. It's but, a wash. You know, I I I'm positive. That's the thing, right? I'm hopeful. This time last year, I was ready to put a gun in my mouth. Let's go. We should go back to like our prediction show or whatever. Or oh, prediction show this season is gonna be fun. Whatever we had last year, and the probably the 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 stark contrast between then and now. Mm-hmm. Would probably be unbelievable. I think last year, I think was the the word the term was cautiously optimistic. Cautiously, and I I think we're going into the season a little more optimistic than we should. Can can I can I where I'm at right now? Yeah, I'm at I'm at big dick swinging. I'm at uh, I'm at. That's, I don't want to I don't want to go too brazen, but I I will say I'm at uh. The level of swagger I walked into the 2010 season with. Let's hold on to that that for a little bit. Yes, of course. Uh, let's go into so the other two draft picks we got. Uh, second round we picked up Drew Skundrich from Stanford as well, mm-hmm. um, who is a midfielder, and then we also picked up in the third round uh, Nate Schultz, uh, third round defense uh, defender from Akron. Okay, uh, two guys who probably will play for the G two. If, the, if, if they, they get, get signed, signed. Yeah. if they get signed, which presumably they will, because we we're still missing a lot. I of like players. your theory on the Juice Gundrich pickup, which is to have him as like your Omar AJ pairing mm-hmm. to make like life a little easier transitionally. It's MLS. It's another. Um, it's another similarity between this season's rebuild and the '09 rebuild, where we we had an outstanding prospect that we were an outstanding center back prospect coming from a back-to-back winning championship team. Uh, and then we we draft him in, and it's great and amazing. And then we draft in someone who went to that school in the hopes that... Well, I mean, played alongside him. Played alongside him. In those championship years. In the hopes that, you know, at a minimum, at a base minimum, he'll help Tomas uh, get acclimated to the area, feel more comfortable. Maybe, I mean, if they're smart, they're probably going to end up being roommates. Oh yeah. Um, and it's not to say Skundrich can't play, but the kid could get a shot at G two. 
as long as he's being kept in the organization. And then Hilliard Arce, you know, gets more comfortable and, and maybe you can cut the kid or wave him or maybe you just keep him. Maybe he's good enough to be a G2 player. Maybe he's not. Either way, we've got well, you, the option. You only have like three players signed to G2, so sure. they, need, they need the bodies. Um, so the biggest announcement up until... And then the other kid don't matter. I mean... He's from Akron. Good on him. I mean, Akron's Akron's a big They've time school. A, they had been a good program for yeah. a while. Uh, um, so the biggest signing up until recently, one Mister. He's still the biggest signing. Sti- he is still the biggest. Technically, signing. still the biggest signing. Mister Ola Kamara, from Columbus, in in exchange for Giassi Zardes, was it four hundred fifty? thousand tam and gam so in exchange for giassi's artists four hundred uh thousand in tam and gam and potentially another hundred potentially an additional hundred hundred um if he I scores s- more than tw- is 12 I more say it's goals. goals yeah 12, I goals. Say it's 12 or more goals yeah so we didn't have to give up a pick didn't give up the pick we didn't have to give up emma didn't we were rumored to need to to trade emma boateng to make the, the deal work and we didn't have to do that either for giassi's artists if you didn't watch the u.s game yeah. A couple of days ago, still looks pretty terrible. So far away. As much as I love Giassi, and you know, hands down, the most genuinely nice guy you will ever meet in your life. He is a super nice kid. He needed somewhere to go, and we needed to get rid of him. Does question? Does Giassi get his farewell episode before Robbie Keane? Farewell episode. Yeah. Remember, we were supposed to do one for Robbie Keane. We never did. Oh no, Jesse, let's do one. <laughs> you looked, you looked, I you look, looked so indifferent to the uh, idea of saying goodbye to Jossie. We're like, Jossie, yeah, yeah, we should. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. No, no, no. And you know, again, I, I wasn't Jossie's biggest fan since, you know, he even came out when he, we, you know, we signed him as a as a homegrown. It's like just watch my skills. Mm-hmm. We watched four years of it, and one of them was decent. No gam, just Tam. Four hundred thousand in Tam. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it 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 sucks. Uh it sucks for him. It's it is the greatest scenario imaginable for us. But yeah, it's it's absolutely. awful for for Giassi. And um you know what? He he seems pretty okay with it. There were a lot of rumors early in the off season that he was as interested in getting out as the galaxy were in getting him out. Well when you're shopping someone for like two years. Yeah. You know, he's not a dumb guy. He's like, okay, they don't want me here. But you know, in the in the galaxy's defense, going into last year, he was the guy on the front line. He had a shot to be the guy. He had a shot to earn his time here and his contract here permanently. And he, you know, despite being used in a lot of advertisement and a lot of marketing, he for being a notable guy and being a Tam guy, he is one of those people who have to be held accountable for what happens on the team. There is a long list of people who have to and a very short list of people who don't. Um, But he is on the list of people who have to. And being a Tam guy makes it that much harder to paper over seasons like he had last year. You can't get you can't have a a left back outscore you. It's not it it can't happen. It can't it flat out cannot happen. And he Dave Romney. I mean, Dave Romney outscored him. These are things that aerial threat that is Dave Romney. And and, literally how it happened. But you, you can't have these things happen. And so, you know. Hopefully the change of scenery works for him. Um, he was he was interviewed about uh, moving to Columbus during the USA game, and his response was, "Well, I can tell you, I won't be playing right back." So definitely looks like there's some dig. shade and a little bit little, of salt, little, little dig, little dig, a little little knife, and, and that, you know what? That's okay. The kid's gonna score an outstanding goal against us. Back. Make your money, kid. Take care of your family. Um, he did 
he did great work here for a time. That time appeared to pass, and both teams are going to do better through this move. Ola Kamara very much wanted to move. He was he was kind of finished on Columbus. Uh, Giassi needed out. Um, he's going to get a, a chance to start over in Columbus and then maybe a chance to start over in Austin if, if that happens again or if that ends up happening. Um, but just looking at the numbers, it ain't. It ain't close. There's no. no there's no two ways to spin this. The galaxy uh, made out like bandits here. Absolutely. Absolutely. We have uh, just looking at total MLS minutes, total MLS games, time played. Giassi's artist has 10,610 minutes. Ola Kamara has 4,727. They both have 34 goals. If you look at the two years Ola Kamara has been in the league, there are two strikers that have been better than him, and one of them is David Villa. Like, it's an outstanding pickup. It is a phenomenal pickup. Giassi's got, he's got more assists. He's also got way more time. Uh, they both draw about equal fouls. Uh, Ola Kamara has a bit of an issue with being offside uh, at 1.2 times offside per game to Giassi's .4. Giassi is a forward, and he's only offside less than one time per game. I mean, Giassi, come on. I mean, it's like for someone who can't play holdup, well, I mean, for someone who is incapable of holding the ball up, that was always like Keane's job to like tow that offside line. But all of Giassi's positive stats come from Keane's ears. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, it's it, and and Keno's not coming back. Keno, he's, he's fly. Giassi has one point two shots per game. Yeah, Keno's off playing one one game every other month for hey. for his. No, their league just started a little later. Uh, mm. Ola Kamara averages two point five shots he, per game. He played one game and then got injured and then didn't play for another month. So. I'm not saying anything bad about Robbie Keane. Uh, Ola Kamara also scored four penalties in his two years in MLS. Jossi had zero. We've discussed this. You can make Giovanni Dos Santos look significantly better letting him take penalties. That's probably still going to be the case. But it's nice to have an option if Gio is not doing well at penalties, which he historically doesn't really. Well, uh, then Alessandrini would take the PKs. And then if Alessandrini can't go, then maybe Kamara. Well, I would put Kamara over Alessandrini. On penalties? Oh, come on. You can see Alessandrini's penalties coming a mile away. Like, either way, it's nice to have the option. Options are the, the theme of the year, going for, so far. Um, maybe we can find another option at vice president of, uh, what does Pete Venice do? Football? No, I thought he was like... Relations? Um, VP soccer of operations. soccer operations, yeah. yeah. We, find, we, need a, we need an option at VP of soccer operations. Yeah, that'd be nice. Well, Siggy's so bringing all these old school guys back from... Uh, his Seattle days, like Ezra Ezra Henderson was just announced mm-hmm. as a head coach or uh, an assistant coach assistant today, coach, yeah. which raise your hand if, if you didn't see that coming. Yeah, that well, was for a fucking mile away. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of of that. Yeah, but, um, I don't know what I was, I was talking about. It, it, back on track. Uh, Ola Kamara scores a goal every 139 minutes. Uh, Giassi's artist was averaging a goal every 312. Um, you know. It's just, it's such a stark difference and in look, quality. Look, this business is about winning games, or it should be at least. For the most part. And that's what the Galaxy should be back on track and being the dominant team, the one who you come and play and you're not sure if you're even going to get a point off of them. StubHub for what, a year and a half, two years? We didn't, lose, we didn't lose, or we lost two home games. Mm-hmm. Winning, um, should be, winning should be first. It's not all, but it certainly should be first. And we've rebuilt the the team for soccer first. 
and it, it, it does look like we're starting to take care of some other business. But step one was rebuilding us on the field. Uh, you know, looking at what Kamara can do, opening up space for Geo, And he's offside a lot, so he's pushing that back line. He's making defenders think about where they're at and where everyone else is. How do you guard Ola Kamara, one of the best strikers in the league? How do you guard Ola Kamara, Alessandrini, Sebastian Legette, um, Giovanni DeSantos, Jonathan DeSantos? How do you guard everyone? How do you guard Cole on, a, on an overlap when you've got Legette on the left and a or fucking if, fastest shit striker up top? Or if Emma comes on and you got to worry about this guy getting a through ball pass. Well, what, do you, what do you do if, if, if Kamara has run your, legs, run your legs into the ground for 60 minutes and then Emma Boateng comes on? Yeah. Like, it should be a very good year, my friend. Enough of this bullshit. Let's get to it. What's up, sir? What everyone's going to be listening to today, because you you tease it out. Hmm. Let's talk about it. Adam Serrano getting traded to the San Jose Earthquakes. Yes, for for uh, uh, a Taco Bell five dollar box meal. I could dream about you. Oh, no, no, no. We're sorry. talking about the man. He is the biggest name. Who? Outside of Ronaldo and Messi. That's fair. Right? I would say that's fair. And one Mr. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Mm-hmm. Who, who many have said, many have said, uh, wasn't coming or it was crazy Never going to happen, yeah. Well, I mean, even not to, I don't want to make him look bad. I, I think he does a phenomenal job. Uh, but even as, as early as, I think, two or three days ago, uh, Baxter was like, I'm not carrying this for the galaxy anymore. How many times have I heard this? You know, not necessarily saying it wasn't happening, just I'm not talking about this anymore. How many times have, you know, we've all been caught up in this bullshit. And then naturally, of course, posted a link to the article he wrote about it. Um, because it's his job, you know. Yeah. Zlatan seems, uh, imminent if you follow reports. Okay. Come on. You, you posted up like, I'm going to talk to as, as much as I can. Straight. You're Fucking, right. You're right. Straight up, dude. Straight up. Uh, I'm calling down your bullshit right now. Straight up. Let's hear it. We're signing Zlatan. Boom. Where's our, Where's an explosion right there, Ben? Ben's, Ben's in, enraptured. He's falling asleep. Old man fell. God damn it, Ben. He sucked. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're signing Zlatan. Ben's old. He was falling asleep in his chair right now. We're signing Zlatan for the, for this year. Uh, it's all cosmic. There yeah, you go. There you are. Uh, no, Absolutely. The, the guy is uh, The guy is, is in. He's in. What does that do to our team, though? Like it kind of disrupts. Do you want to go? You want to go positive first? Or you want to go negative? Because there's a bit of both. There's certainly well, a bit of both. I'll be your, I'll be your, your yin to your yang. My counter, so, my counterweight. Yeah. Um, I'll go positive. I'll go. You know, I'll go negative first, so I can I can bring us home with some some happiness. All right. Uh, I've tried building multiple uh, uh, lineups. I've tried building multiple team sheets. I don't really know how it works. It it kind of throws everything. It throws a everything. lot off balance. It throws so much off balance. Now I, I've I've worked out a four three three with Perry Kitchen sitting in like a deeper hole over the the back line, the back four, with maybe Jonathan Dos Santos on the left. And the problem is we have set people who have to play, right? There are set people who will be on the field. There's nothing you can do. Um, you know, it is ironclad in their contract that they need to be on. Then there's also people who certainly have deserved to be on. Uh, in in the past based on how they they've played and we kind of got to figure figure out how they're going to work back in mostly talking about Sebastian Legette. Um last season if he's healthy 
Sebastian Legette's a nailed on starter. You know, you don't really think about it. Now, Sebastian Legette doesn't play the defense, the defensive side that we need. You get that out of Perry Kitchen. Um, he he can play in the in the center. He can play more of that um, that creative role. But you sign Jonathan, and Jonathan Jonathan has to play. Jonathan's going to play. Um, Alessandrini is the best player in your team. Alessandrini has to play. Giovanni Dos Santos is Giovanni Dos Santos. He has to play. Ola Kamara, you just traded your starting striker and four hundred thousand in TAM for. Logic would dictate that he's going to play. Ola Kamara also just left a team where he was a nailed on starter every single week to come here and sit on the bench behind a 36 year old. And then you come to the elephant in the room. Then you come to Zlatan. You tell that guy that he's going to be a backup to someone that was playing in Columbus, Ohio last year. Doesn't matter how many fucking goals he scored. You played in Columbus. You're someone I've never heard of. You're someone who played for a team I've never heard of. And I'm your backup. Zlatan Ibrahimovic could be 46. He's starting. So looking at a lineup, looking at a roster, at a depth chart, the best I could come up with to fit all these pieces on is a 4-3-3. Kitchen in the hole, Alessandrini in the center on the right side, Giovanni or Jonathan Dos Santos, rather, um, starting on the left side of Perry Kitchen. This is the lineup where Legette's going to have to miss out, at least as of right now. This is all preseason. This is pre-preseason. We'll see coming up soon. kind of how it it gets all meshed out. Um, Kamara on the far left side of the forward line, Zlatan in the middle because he doesn't do a ton of running anymore because he's he's 36, Um, and Giovanni Dos Santos on the far right side. Um, Kamara has played all three spots on a front line, uh, so you could could start working on this formation a little early, maybe play Gio on the far left side of the top three, Kamara in the middle, and Alessandrini on the far right side, Perry Kitchen in the hole, Legette on the right, Jonathan on the left, or, or swap those two as you may need. Um, it's going to be interesting when Zlatan gets here to see how that gets sorted out. Um, it might be a while before he gets here. It could be a couple months. Uh, we'll see. As uh, The best estimation that I can get is he'll probably hang out through United season um, and then come after that. Maybe he'll come earlier. Uh, that I don't really have any information on. But uh, it looks like he's coming and not really sure what that's going to do to a starting 11. So at least for the the first, uh, for, for, I'm for the foreseeable for future. The, for the foreseeable future, um, we, it's going to be, we're going to have to wait and see if it's going to be in this transfer window, the next one when he comes. Correct. Hopefully I can get an answer before the next show. Um, yeah, that's gonna, and that's my feelings. Is it's kind of throwing a whole wrench into what felt like a pretty flawless season, sure, or a preseason. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's he's one of those names. Yeah, like there there is a extremely short list of names um, where if they are available, you go you find a way to make it happen. Um, we took care of the soccer side first. We have we have a team that will make the playoffs regardless of Zlatan. Whether they can, you know, go deep and compete, that's going to be a little harder until you, you we figure out striker depth specifically. Um, in the event Ola Kamara goes down, um, because right now if Ola goes down, at least goal scoring wise, we're in the exact same position we were last year. Right. Um, so until that kind of gets sorted and figured out a little bit, we need it. We would have needed at least one more MLS capable or above striker to come in. Um, we were we were ready to compete. 
going into this season with the team we have right now. We have an outstanding team on paper right now. Maybe Zlatan's that guy that, that you bring in to make sure you're competing for something. At the end of the day, let's call it what it is. Zlatan's going to sell tickets. Zlatan's going to sell fuck ton of jerseys. And Zlatan's going to get you a lot of press overseas, which we haven't done in a while. They're going to be like, LAFC who? I mean, let's be. Well, let's, call are, a spade, they, let's call a spade a spade. Wouldn't do. you at this point? Yeah. Like for, for all the concern that I'll admit, I mean, I even drummed up. For all the concern, wouldn't you say LAFC who? <laughs> Well, here's the thing. It's always funny now in the preseason that they're talking about, oh, God, everyone's coughing. Um, the story about the uh, LAFC keeper, who the, the, the hunter in, but he was, he was rumored to LA Galaxy because no one outside of, the, of, the North, of North America knows who LAFC is. I would Everyone ar- knows LA Galaxy. I would even argue most people in North America don't know LAFC. There you go. I would say... MLS fans know LAFC. I, I would I would say North. I think North America would know. But this this is this is I think this is more. You got you got to imagine Mexico go to, knows about LAFC because sure. Carlos Villa. Canada knows about LAFC. Sure, because it's look. It's I think, it's, but I think it's an MLS country. I think we're arguing different points. I think if you are an MLS fan, you know LAFC in North America. I think if you live in Iowa, if you live in Des Moines, and you don't follow soccer. You've heard of the LA Galaxy. Right. If you're in Des Moines and don't follow soccer, you haven't seen anyone look up Totes Cool Bro to show their LAFC hat and their their face, which they stopped doing. They now just mail hats to people um, and post awesome black and gold graphics. Um, but the I would say the average person in this country has no fucking clue who LAFC but is. Don't you know the best team in LA is going to be the one who has the most social media presence? Like that's how Which it is works, still right? awesome. <laughs> I mean, it's... <laughs> it's, it's uh, I am... Eagerly. By the way, I want to commend the the G's ad team right now. They're doing great work. It's 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 some great shit. Yes, there is some, a lot of some good nit- stuff they haven't done in a while. There's a lot of nitpicking going on. Yeah. with with things that they're doing, and I, I you know, to that to the, I believe me, I'm not coming down on those people. I see where they're coming from. I think to a point, the ad team has the marketing team has uh, pushed so many people away for so long that now. Whenever the ad team does anything, people are going to look at what's wrong with it. Yeah. And they're going to hone in on what's wrong with it. Um, from everything I've seen so far, the ad team has done a great job. The ad team is is spreading the message well. And, and I, me personally, I like the message of a unified Los Angeles because it is the height of stupidity, the height of stupidity to believe that downtown L.A. is Los Angeles and everything else in what any person listening to this who's smart enough to understand what Los, what the concept of Los Angeles is, uh, actually is. If if I would love to meet an LAFC fan who is a Rams fan. When they get to move to Inglewood. When they move to Inglewood at the City of Champions Stadium. Yeah. Who is suddenly saying, well, the Rams are no longer Los Angeles. I would love to meet any and all. I, that's not true. I don't want to meet any of you. You're gross. But LAFC fans. Probably have AIDS. Who are almost assuredly. LAFC fans who are Lakers fans who have now retroactively decided to disregard every championship that was ever won at the forum. Every game the Kings ever played at the forum was meaningless. Every game the Lakers ever ever played at the forum was meaningless. Every championship was meaningless because, quote, only championships won in Los Angeles count. Okay. That's fine. That that's All right. It's genius. Back on topic. Sorry. Let's let's I hate I hate them so much. Ben, I want to hear I want to hear from you, Ben. What do you think of this Laton stuff, man? 
I think that if he comes sooner, I think it's a win. If it, I think if he comes after the United season, I think, I mean, he's Latan. You know, you you got to love the pickup because, like you said, there's there's only a handful of guys that you know. No matter what, even if he's a failure, are, and I, I, I it's think, like it's still positive. Let's mm-hmm. be honest. And the, the thing that I like the most about it is that somewhere in the league office, someone's gonna have to bend some rules or make some changes so the galaxy can sign. That is Here's that is thing. old school galaxy. Here's, that's exactly. what I love. Here's the thing I love about it. Everyone's gonna hate us again. Exactly, and, I and that's the fuck. It. Exactly, that to me is the best it. part about this I whole thing. It. It's, it's the warm, like that, a hug. Yeah. I, I, I'm a gold dust right now. So if you, <laughs> I love it. Some rules, some rules will have to change. At least, at least one rule will have to change. Let's just call it the Galaxy Amendment. Let's just call that now. I'm down with that. So they can always just say we're gonna make another amendment to the Constitution of MLS. Of the, of the, yeah. Let's make an, a Galaxy Amendment 1.5 or 1A, 2B. Well, look, look, I mean, Let's just do it now, MLS. Looking at now. the math. Because it's going to happen again and again and again. Looking at the math, Zoltan will actually either have to be A, a TAM player, which I don't agree. Excuse me. I don't agree is, is likely to be the case because he's Zoltan Abramovic. Um, there, there are reports out there that he may be a TAM player, though. Oh, yeah, I've heard. Yeah, I... Uh, what fourth DP? Fourth DP, because uh, that could happen anytime. There are reports MLS changes the rules. There yeah. are reports that that he will be a tan player. Um, if he comes, I mean, if he comes, weird? if he comes during the summer, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. This is going to sound really pompous, and it's going to make me sound like a dickhead. I trust my opinion more than I trust reports about the galaxy. Like I trust, I trust what I've heard or what I think about the galaxy infinitely more than like Taylor Twelman or any of those other people. Well, tw- come on. But it's a waste of t- like from my pr- looking at it from my perspective, it's a waste of time. Twelman is like one spit all the way to the face, you know, from just completely losing yeah. his mind. I heard, I heard Zlatan mm, nine days ago. Like that's when I that's when I was first told the galaxy are signing Zlatan Ibrahimovic a week and a half ago, like. What a, just uh, not even trying to promote myself over the show. Just follow me on Twitter. This guy just just, just stroking it. Stro- I know. Stroke the base yeah. in. Just stroking Stro- it. Get the base. It's the be- oh, uh, right on the top. Yeah. It's like a like a pepper. Like grinder. a pepper grinder. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean I I I don't believe he'll be a tan player. I believe he'll be a designated player because he's Latan Ibrahimovic. Yeah, I mean, come on. As much as we are the Galaxy and we bend the rules, mm-hmm. there's no way that's happening. Yeah. Absolutely no way that's I would happening. expect somebody to get bought down. I would assume it's going to be Allison Alison Greeny. Greeny. It has to be. Um, he's, I mean, he's, he costs the, he's, he's, the cheapest. he's the closest. Yeah. Um, that would be the rule that would need to get changed. Okay. Uh, if it hasn't already been changed and we just don't know about it. Um, the, the current limit, I believe, was $1.5 million, Yeah. Um, or at which least the is, last number I which heard. Which Allison Greeny makes $1.499999999. Yes. Are you serious? Yes. Really? That doesn't seem right, dude. To me. I'm telling you, I've heard. I will it, take I'm, your word. I've heard I will guess no, he, he doesn't. He, he make he makes one point. He I, makes I, one point nine 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 nine. He makes was that just what it under is? two million. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like I I I don't know, and we'll take your word. Um, okay. Gosh. I thought I, that's what I've heard. The what nine 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 from Josh. Josh. If he makes Josh. if he makes anything under under two, that's great. Um, that yeah. What if they change it to like it has to be under two million? That yeah, rule would need to be that. This is, is, I, that that's going to be the rule. The or, galaxy or, the, or, or they're going to make a fourth DP. Yeah. They're not making be- a fourth DP. They're not, it's not now anyway. Not now. Po- maybe post World Cup. Um, but well, maybe let's not say let's not say the 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 rule gets bent or gets broken. 
No, no, no. Because it's the galaxy. No, 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 no. The rules are getting massaged. No, no, no. They're bending. They're bending really hard. To the point of almost breaking. All right, they're bending that hard. Let's but, be let's be straight up. Let's be real. That that more than anything this off season has got me pumped up because that tells me that feels like the, back. the galaxy's back. Feels yeah, like you're back. exactly. No yeah, no more Carter exactly. No more, you know, playing sixteen academy players and NG two players. No more of that shit. Yes, exactly. That 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 to me is just akin to someone saying, "Shut the fuck up, Pete Vianus." I mean, it's just it's it's the greatest thing ever. Siggy has come in. I'd love somebody to say shut the fuck up for you, <laughs> I I hope I hope one of six people at a table are listening. Yes. Siggy has come in and eclipsed this team both metaphorically and physically and just taken over this whole team. <laughs> with with L- Zlatan. Ooh. With Zlatan. Ibra. I'm going to go with Ibra. It's easier than the Z. Especially No, Sig. no. Just call him the Zlatan. The Zlatan? Oh, it does make it easier. You just call him Zlatan, yeah. But with, uh, with Ibra. The 2018 offseason has dwarfed the 2009 offseason. A plus. Officially. Plus. You can't. There's. I mean, I. I was. I was hesitant. Kamara made it close for me. Um, there's no two. There's no two ways about it. I mean, you had a guy come in and fix historic fuck ups, historic levels of of fucktitude. A fuckery. Fu- I like fuckery better. Historic levels of fuckery in. Three months, two and a half months. It's it's beautiful work, and I mean, and you well, know what, Ziggy's since, gone. Since al- it's like December when he's like, "No, you're gone, you're gone." When I resign, you you're gone. Ziggy's gone a long way in repairing his image from when he left here, and not to say that he necessarily left in the, in the worst situation. Yeah, I mean, he he left when uh, when the team was in first. But place. you have a, you have a chance to come back and say, "Oh I, no, I know about Bruce Arena. Let me show you Ziggy Schmidt. Don't worry, don't worry about what that motherfucker." You mean did. Bruce Arena? He's like, Psh, you mean Ziggy Schmidt? The most winningest coach in MLS, and that record will go down with us. And that's you know, it's 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 an outstanding acquisition uh, on the business side. The soccer side could be a little more questionable. We'll find that out. It is it's still a 36 year old coming off of two major injuries and two major injuries for the first time in his career. Some might have said he should have waited a little bit coming back from that first one. It's, you know, you know, but, but Zlatan is Zlatan, so you know, and and you're not going to tell him. You're not going to tell him something that he doesn't want to hear. Come on, man. His ligaments were so, like, superhuman that, like, they wanted to study him after his career was done. done. Isn't that what the report this is? Oh, yeah. I mean, the guy... That to me was, like, my he's, favorite. He's otherworldly. He's he is otherworldly. In, yes, he is in, in freak form. So, and all of this was to say, uh, although we kind of wasted some time on the Kamara thing, not all that worried about penalties, really. Because no. I, I, f- I feel like Sultan's going to take it. And this is why I wanted to bring up the Emma thing. Where you see him bombing down that side, and you have Kamara and Zlatan in the middle waiting for any cross. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, Alessandrini, Alessandrini's uh, crosses. Yes, Alessandrini. Someone's the, gonna finally get on those crosses. The idea of Alessandrini crossing a ball to Zlatan Ibrahimovic and Walker Zimmerman trying to block him at home versus LAFC. Fuck. Come, I mean, if that doesn't make if that doesn't make the tip of your dick have a teardrop come out of it of of the just the saltiest the saltiest pre-cum there's something wrong with you there might be something wrong with me i don't know because that all i didn't pre-write that that all just just came right off. yeah that was nice (laughs) but it's you know imagine that oh god imagine zlatan in his first press conference versus lafc amazing like when someone imagine adam serrano trying to interview this guy remember remember back like 
couple months ago, sometime last year. Hold on, you're gonna see Adam throw both his eyes just like go different directions. No, they're gonna, they're gonna straighten up. So t- yeah, they're gonna straighten up. So Tom's gonna touch the top of his head and you're he's gonna healed. look forward for the first time in his life. He's like, "You are healed, son. The Zlatan has healed you." We don't even we don't even care how the guy's gonna play on the field. He just has to heal Serrano, and I'm happy. But remember a couple mu- like last year where Zlatan came out with like his clothing line or whatever. And it was like in black and gold. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh my God, he's going to be the LAFC, LAFC. Da, da, da. And all those fans were so excited. Mm. And now they're just going to be talking shit. Mm. Like, oh, how are you going to get an old player? You're oh, entirely. I'm, I'm just expecting them all to come back. Is that what it is? I'm just expecting them all to, to burn burn the hats. That's all I want to see. Burn the hat. Look, you're, we'll welcome you we'll back. Welcome, we'll look, welcome you. Yes. Open arms. As, as Jesus welcomed back the followers. As as right, he did that right. Uh, Somebody I'll, fucked I'll ask my fiance. She's yeah, the, yeah, she's she, the one she that's about Jesus. Shit. Ben, you're you're a religious man, yeah. Jesus welcomed people back when they fucked up. Yes, he yeah. was. Did yeah. he ab- ab- absolve them? Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's he, like, he, yo, you stepped on my new sneakers. It's cool. You're absolved. Uh, uh, <laughs> you smudged my, my feelings. <laughs> you, a better a better comparison might be like an Alan Gordon. How we welcomed Alan Gordon back after he played for the Earth. Well, Gordo came. He, he had a beer. Gordo came over. Bought beer. Climbed climbed the the capital box. He screamed, "Fuck San Jose! I'm here!" and then chugged a beer with Andrew. Yeah, like, what am I going to do? Hate you? Exactly. So, 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 if you're there burning your LAFC hat, you know you're, you're coming you're over cool. here. Bring, bring some beer. Don't, don't show up. Don't show up. Don't show up empty handed. Yeah, do not show up empty handed. You either exactly. come. You either come with a veggie wrap for Chris. Yeah, some yeah, beer yeah. for the squad. Just, you, you know what? Ed, by the way, you know what Ed means by veggie wrap. Yeah, the veggie wrap with quotes, marijuana, <laughs> pre rolls. Is that is that what you know? I like a pre roll. You can travel them. I'm a, I'm a lazy guy. Vape cartridges. So I love I love convenience. Vape cartridges. So well, I'm waiting for my my Christmas. I'm, present, I'm waiting. So. I'm waiting. Listener, li- believe me, listener C and I went back and forth. Not really something that you can uh, you can you can toss in the old mail. So we're gonna be waiting mm. for the home opener. But well, you know it's it's coming. Don't worry. This will be a, this is gonna be a very happy season. Very happy season for your boy. But I'm excited. You should be. I, I I'm a little worried about how it's gonna probably force Legit onto the bench, mm-hmm. which if he's willing to play it though. Yeah, I mean, I I think the guy's down. I think he's I think he's all in on the G's. I think he'll give us a season. He loves being home with the, with his girl Becky G. So yeah. I don't think he would, would want to move anywhere. I think he'll. I, I I my hope is that he'll give us a season um, where he's on the bench. But this and... also this also this also I mean that depth that oh, that depth on the bench is just sick. BJ for Emma Boateng, Legette, Hilliard Arce. I mean, come on. Even I'll throw in a Romney on that bench. I think Romney's a good player. I think he's a very decent MLS player. He's underrated. He's not. He's not. And then, and then, did we talk? We didn't talk Silvestri. Yeah, uh, Brian Silvestri uh, was USL. Um, uh, well, he's with North. He was with the North Carolina, North Carolina FC. Who were the, NASL, but now are USL. Previously, the care. Oh. U.S. Soccer Pyramid, yes. uh, previously the Carolina Railhawks, who eliminated us like three times in yeah, a row, over and over and over again, with Bill Goddard of all people. North, yeah, North Carolina, or uh, sorry, rather the Carolina Railhawks became North Carolina FC in their rebranding. We recently took their starting keeper Brian Silvestri to be our backup to David Bingham, so that's done and dusted. We now have a number five, one and number two. We have five Solid. keepers uh, in total between the top uh, Galaxy One and Galaxy Two. Goalkeepers are done for the year. Six, five. I would. Well, Lopez, we'll do depth Lopez, charts. Lopez, We'll do. Uh, Sneddon? Yeah. So five. That's five. Okay. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that's three. 
But is, is that with those math? two? Yeah. Well, he's throwing me off. I'm like, don't fuck up my death chart, mind. Um, LBUSD, bitch. But yeah, it's 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 beginning to look good. If you have, as you were saying, if you have someone like Legit come off the bench, someone like Boateng come off the bench, because yeah, we still don't know how Legit is with that someone, injury, man. Yeah, give do we should do with him like we should have done with Giassi, which is work him Ease back him to in. competitive Ease minutes. In, yeah. But we're so goddamn fucking desperate get because ready of Pete Viant. No, I'm going. Get ready to see Legit in a, in a G2 game in the home opener. Pete Viant is yeah. Pete Vianis, Wouldn't that be awesome, though? And it would be the best. But you can only loan him with, you know, uh, genuine intent to play him down there. Um, but give him, let let him work back. Let him come on for, let him come on for Perry Kitchen late if we need a goal. Let him come on for, for um, let him come on for Jonathan if, if he gets hurt or he gets injured. Let him come on for or, Gio I mean, if you want to pack the midfield. Look, let's be honest. Those two are probably going to get called up to Mexico in the summer. Yes, definitely. So you're going to have legit need to come Jonathan. out the bench. Yeah. And there's your, there's your, listen, there's listen, your like for like Jonathan replacement. Ola Kamara, and you have Zlatan up top with Legit feeding them behind him. Hey, like, ben, hey Ben, I have an erection in your studio. Wizard you, you nearly poked out Ben's eye. <laughs> it's a, uh, there is, with Pontius uh, being able to come on for Alessandrini, if he needs, Alessandrini doesn't have to play every minute of every game. I'm not saying Pontius should come on in place of him, or Pontius should be playing games instead of Alessandrini, but it's not, Give it's the guy not a necessary to play Alessandrini every fucking minute of every fucking game when you have someone that you can bring in into that spot to to give the kid a rest. Or if you're winning a game, now if we're winning a game, you can take Alessandrini out, and you're not entirely going to fold because you have a capable person to to, to play in that spot. I mean, it, it, these were these small basic things we were missing from last year. So I mean, we were going to go to this anyways, but um, let's let's talk our depth charts then. All right. Um, we didn't update our depth charts with the Zlatan news. So it'll be on the fly a little bit. So it'll be on the fly a little bit. Um, let's start with the goalkeepers, we, which we talked about a little bit already. Yeah. I, I Let's I, go real quick. I think you and I disagree a little um, on 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 the the deeper deeper levels. And But we don't even, because those guys aren't even playing. They're never going to play probably. More than likely. Oh they're never going to play. Do not fucking say that shit. What's wrong with you? Did you not, were you not here last year? I'm that confident. I'm like, fuck you. I ain't going to knock on no wood. Wow. I, I ain't, ain't going to knock on no wood. <laughs> I ain't That's doing nothing. Splendid. Oh, the finger is coming. I ain't doing nothing. No, but I think, I think the G's have, I think they have Lopez as a higher, uh, how, am I, how am I trying to say this? He's higher in the chart. Higher in the chart. Yeah. I think he's a he's a he's a greater prospect. So let's yeah, say exactly. let's, let's say Bingham, go through the hold on go through yeah go for. through your yeah. list. We we both in agree, I think everyone's in agreement. Bingham number one, Sylvester number two. Sure, that's a lock without a question. That's a lock. Now when you get down to the G two guys, we're all in agreement that Snedden is probably he's your never he's your odd man out. He's never going to see a minute. Wow, this year. Yeah, it's possible. You could see a rotation at G two. Um, <laughs> if you're going to see rota- it's going to be Lopez and Von Stieg is going to get the sure. Vom is your Vom? Vom. Vom with, a, with an M. Vom Stieg. I think they have high, I think they have Lopez on a higher uh, pedestal than they do Von Stieg. They did split the minutes pretty pretty much last season. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have Von Stieg ahead of Lopez. I have Vom Stieg at, at three instead of four. Um, and I I think with a decent if you don't follow G two, um, what are you doing? Yeah, you should you should it's it's amazing. But uh, Lopez and Snedden were the number one and number two for for G two last year. Um, you probably could argue Snedden started out as the number one and would have been uh, next in line to come up. Um, but Lopez really started to show pretty well and and 
began to fight for that spot. Um, but then halfway, a little later than halfway through, we brought in uh, Vom Stieg, and he pretty much ran out the, re- the remainder of the season, which is why I put him at three. We already had Lopez. We already had Snedden. Lopez was playing decent enough. Snedden, eh. Decent enough, and, and then we still felt the need to bring in a third. Uh, it's keeper. it's so hard to even even like gauge how well they are with the team they had to play with. It's terrible. It was a terrible. It, it was it was, and you know, in, in to in their defense, and even in G 2s defense, it was terrible because most of the guys they were supposed to have were all busy playing for the first team. Yeah, because we we decided not to go into last season with any real depth in any position. And, and we mentioned last year when those guys were brought back down, that team looked they remarkably were, better. They were usually. They were all the players that we had on the bubble going to the first team. When they got brought back down to G two, which was the the level they were at, the ability level they were at, they were in some games the best players on the team, best players on the field. You were um, like, why can't they bring this to the first team? You know, because they're they moved to the first team and they're playing with other basically USL players or MLS players that don't really know them all that well um, against a healthy fit MLS team that's competing for something that's not being coached by Kurt Anolfo. All right, so you have Vomstig as Stieg. number three. I have Lopez as number three. It so. only makes sense given that we brought Vomstig in after we already had Lopez right. instead of But I feel like maybe Vomstig might have been like, hey, I want to come back to L.A. Sure. Or I want to come back. I want to play for L.A. I think that they feel that Lopez. I mean, Lopez is 18 years old. Yeah, he's a for, for yeah, for a goalkeeper, that's the you know that's he's he's got 20 years young. easily still exactly. that that yeah. fucked up. That's weird. And, that so, and so I, I I think that's why they brought in Bombstig to maybe you know fill in the gap between Bingham. But even Von Steeg wasn't that. I mean, I thought he was like 21. He is he, he is 20. They're all, they're all babies. Yeah, yeah, they were very but, young. Yeah, 20 years ago was 1998. Isn't that fucked up? It's he's got a 20-year career left ahead of him. And 20 years ago was a year before uh, like, we were all freaked out about Y2K. Like Limp Biscuit was still popular. Yeah, to you, because you listen to that fucking weekend's hey, music. Hey, keep rolling, baby. Rolling, rolling, rolling. We will not be closing. No, we're not We're not closing the show to Limp Biscuit. I refuse. I feel no. like we did already. Not it, well, it wasn't on my watch. That's for damn sure. The Undertaker's theme song. What's wrong? Where did this Texan come from? That's for damn sure. <laughs> so what's your what's your right back setup? I got so we got so you have Bingham, Silvestri, Lopez, Lopez Vomstig, and then Snedden is is never going to see him in there somewhere. Yeah, unfortunately, because that guy's really cool. Uh, unfortunately, but whatever. Um, I have obviously uh, Felcher is going to be your number one, hands down. Mm-hmm. I have as his backup. Now I've I've debated this because you kind of you we on our show on Saturday you kind of uh, put me in my place. Um, That's what I do with depth charts. Yeah, but I originally had Romney as his backup, but I realized that Romney's probably going to be the backup to the left back. So I have is it Clementa Clementa? I've I'll have him as, as he's definitely going to be your 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 backup cover for the for the right back position. Yeah, uh, I had uh, uh, Felcher number one, and yes, that is how you pronounce his name. Uh, Clementa, the kid we picked up from Sacramento Republic FC, uh, who was there, I believe he's their most capped player in history, um, who is a, a natural center back, but also, a, a, a played right back for them. He's going to, he is going to be your, your backup starter for Fletcher, uh, Felcher. That's what I've even heard from the inside. He is the, is the number two at right back. Uh, that's sorted out. Um, I guess I had Romney at three and although the more I think about that, I, I, why not just play Hilliard Arce and and leave Romney? Um, fuck. But is is Hilliard Arce even a, a right back? I, I thought he, he is just, indeed. Both. I uh, thought he just was straight at center back. Both center back options uh, on the left side of center back and the right side of center back and right back. That's 
The kid awesome. is the kid is an amazing pickup. That's awesome. Um, so I, I in thinking about it, I'll probably bump him above Robney at third, but that's that's where I would like to see Hilliard Arce. Looking at it from the Galaxy's perspective, which is the depth chart I try to build, um, I would still have to have Romney at at right back. Yeah, I feel like they have a lot of confidence in Romney. I feel like that's going to be their go-to guy. And they should, you know, if if they if they're worried about losing him because a drafty um, comes in a spot, then I'd rather you start Romney and keep him happy. Right. Uh, what you, who do you have as your uh, right center back? Right center back. Uh, I start with. It's hard. Look, ba- let's do because we're gonna, we're you we're planning on doing this first. Okay. Let's let's talk about it now. Siani is gone. He's good as gone. If we're so this is the thing. If we're calling Zoltan done, Zoltan being done has to be dependent on Siani leaving. We don't not even leaving. We buy his contract. That's right? what I mean. Yeah, we have to buy him out. We're allowed to buy out one contract in total. Which means, um, hopefully, someone has to send an email to AEG to explain why they have to pay six hundred thousand dollars to buy Siani out when we signed him five months ago. Um, and hopefully, they'll inquire as to why we signed him to begin with, um, because that just is po- just point him in the direction of people he knows. That is one person's fault. So hopefully, uh, AEG will look and say, "So you cost me six hundred thousand dollars for nothing." Even though we are straight flushed with that and shoots uh, Nazi gold, um, it would be great if. Uh, we stopped making a super expensive fuck ups like this, but um, Siani has to be gone. So we're going to, if we're going to sign Zlatan and I'm going to include Zlatan in my depth chart. So we're going to pretend Siani's already gone um, for the right center back spot. I start with Daniel Starris. Um moving down from there. I go to Clementa only because Clementa has proven at a U.S. professional level that he can go. Even if it's USL, um, I'm going to put him over Hilliard Arce at the moment. Um, and then I go Hilliard Arce as uh, the number three, and then down to um, uh, our boy Hugo as the number four. If it comes to right that. center back, though, at right center back, yeah. Okay. If it comes to that, I, I wouldn't put I wouldn't put Ariano as a right center back, but that's what we do. This well, right? my my line my depth charts are also doing my best to not move first teamers over because I think if we're really that deep, I think you move Shelvick over and you play Romney. Um, but trying to keep all starters in their starting spot. Uh, that's the the way I'd go. So I think we both agree. Stairs is definitely your number one. Correct. I have Romney as his backup. Okay. I have uh, Clementa as the third, and then I have, but well, between him and Hilliard, say, I mean, I mean, I, we haven't really seen the with the kid, so who knows? Yeah. How good he is? I mean, he's won titles. Yeah. So he's I I flip back on three and four with him, but I have as of right now because Clementa has shown that he can do it at a professional level. Mm-hmm. So I definitely have him as your third. And then Hilliard say as your fourth. Yeah. Um, left center back, uh, you good? Yeah, you oh, yeah I'm, yeah, I'm good. I'm good on right center back. Left center back, I have your starter is uh, Stjelvik. Mm-hmm. I think we both agree on that. Sure. I think we're going to agree on this one pretty far. Siani was my original, but he's gone, so fuck that he's dude. He's dead. He's dead to me. Uh, then I have uh, Romney as a backup, and then I have Ariano as your third. Uh. Yeah, I mean, I I would be, I would say I, I'll go Shelvik, Romney, um, Shelvik, Romney, ooh, left center back, Shelvik, Romney, Hilliard Arce, uh, again, or Shelvik, no, Shelvik, Romney, Clementa, um, Ariano. Now, if they want to push Ariano, and I think they do, I would probably, yeah, I'll bump him over Clementa there. Just because there's no reason you're absolutely stopping this kid from getting first team minutes, yeah, um, in a spot that he can play and that he plays for G two, Clementa seems to to have done it more consistent, 
more consistently at that level. So you'd probably be uh, more encouraged to play him there. But as far as giving giving minutes are concerned, Ariano going with the decisions they would make, I, I would probably go Clementa again. Shelvik, uh, Romney, and then Clementa. All right, now who do you have your left back? This might be like the most easiest one. Left back is 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 pretty straightforward. Uh, Ashley Cole's bang on starter and captain, fucking should be should be. Um, Ashley Cole, uh, Dave Romney. I think you actually you and I actually did disagree. Uh, Ashley Cole, Dave oh, Romney, Shelvick, yeah. and then uh, Hugo Ariano. Yes. Um, so I had Cole definitely. Uh, I think if Cole's out. You slot in Shelvick. You move him over to the left back because you have plenty of center back coverage. Mm-hmm. So I think you move over Shelvick. Um, and then you have – I didn't put, actually put Romney down on left back, which is weird. Um, but I definitely do – It's incorrect is what it is. Yes. Then I'll have Romney and then I have Ariano. Yeah. Romney Romney is your number one backup to Ashley Cole. He is the heir apparent at that position. Um, he has been the heir apparent at that position. Uh, that was before Siggy. If Cole, if Cole doesn't come back, Romney's your starter at left back. Yeah, you're probably you're absolutely right. But that, I mean, that, but, that's but that's your what starter. Answers, but that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, if Cole goes down, I think you you just slot over Shelvick and bring in one of your starting back. So who who did you have behind Shelvick? Romney. Yeah. So what I don't understand then is your plan is if if Ashley Cole, a left back, goes down, slot over a center back and then fill that center back spot with a natural left back. That's the that's the part that doesn't make sense. You there? Here's the thing. You want to? You want? You feel what I'm saying? Okay, I do, but I disagree. Oh, okay. Well, let hold uh, on. Let Ed be wrong, and then you come no, in no. wrong. Yeah, I agree with Ed actually. Okay, I, so I, I think it. that if something happens to Cole, you 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 put Shelvik. Sh- Sh- it's a hard name. You put Jorgen over there. Shelvik. Yeah. Because I, I think that it's you, easier than Lewin You gain a lot more with Jorgen at left back than you do Romney at left back. Romney. Is it arguable? And we haven't seen Shelvik in MLS yet, but is it arguable that you lose more? With Romney at center back, than you would have with Shelvick at center back. No, I, I think that you would gain more with Romney at center back and Ye- and Jorgen at left back than you would just putting Romney in at left back. Okay, I I am inclined to disagree with both of you. Concede, concede. You want me to admit to being wrong about a depth chart? Nah, Are I'm, you high? Look, I'm never going to get that. All right, uh, defensive center midfielder. I just I have, don't understand moving a center back to play left back and a left back to play center back. That's fine. Hey, look, we're both technically right because no one knows. Yeah, so, it's it's a pre yeah. preseason death chart. We're all right. Yeah, in fact, we're, yeah, everyone gets a trophy. Everyone gets a trophy. Go ahead. What were you saying, Ben? <laughs> no, I I got a lineup where I think the Galaxy may go three in the back. I've looked at that as well. Well, especially with the yeah. rival of uh, of uh, Zlatan, that yeah. might happen. You know, the only issue with the Galaxy going three in the back, <laughs> the legit Nelson Drini don't play defense. You're asking <laughs> you're asking a metric fuck ton of Ashley Cole's legs at yeah. 36. Well, I I don't think he necessarily starts in a three in the back. I really don't. I think you go. I mean, you, I think you, you go. Jorgen, you bring him back, and Felcher. You bring him back for that much money. You tend to play him. He has to. Yeah, he's he has to play. He's the he, he will be the captain of the team. He's, he's the captain now. At least as of as of where we're at right now, unless they pull a Beckham and try to give the armband to Zlatan, uh, he's the captain of the team. He All has right. to start. So defensive center midfielder. I think we both agree. Kitchen. Uh, this was we'll we'll disagree a little bit on the on the backups, but I have Pedro. Baggio and Carrasco. That's your order. Yes, I go Kitchen, uh, Joe Pedro, who I who I think is going to be a, a. I think he'll be far more successful coming off the bench and being an available option off the bench than being a starter and being a necessary uh, that necessary piece that right. cog in the middle. Yeah. Um, but I go Perry Kitchen, um, 
computer just told me it's almost time for bed. Uh, I go Perry Kitchen, Jao Pedro, um, Servando Carrasco, and then Baggio Husedic, uh, if you see Husedic on the field at all. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think, I like I said, Baggio's that guy who is your leader. He's kind of your, like your Band-Aid. Mm-hmm. He's, he's your link between the between the defense and, and the midfield. Sure. Um, I, I, you know, it, it all depends because, you know, Carrasco is a Ziggy guy, so... Carrasco's a Ziggy guy, and Ziggy, you know, even to your own point, is kind of beginning to pile in his people and, and uh, make his changes. We decided to to pick up, um, we decided to pick up Servando Carrasco in the second round of the reentry draft, um, and made an offer for Baggio to keep him here. So there's certainly an argument that we were we're we're putting some weight on what Baggio can bring in. You know, call it a feeling. At, at defensive midfield, something Carrasco's played, something that Baggio doesn't really naturally play because he's he is more of but, that. I mean, look how look six. how the team was last year when Baggio was playing. They were arguably way better. Yeah. with him on the field. But that's because Baggio plays a role. Yeah, and he just he doesn't he's not trying to to get a call up. He's not trying to you know start an Instagram story TV show like that other fuckhead. He just wants to. He just wants to keep giving people reasons to give him a contract. He's just using that vegan power. And he wants to, uh, that vegan up. Um, but uh, looking at at, uh, at if we need that destroyer, and given given how little defense, enough people, please stop doing that. Ed's doing that like eat pussy V thing with his mouth. <laughs> Me up, baby. For vegans, uh, if uh, talking about a natural destroyer in that spot, which we might need because so many starters aren't really great defensively. Um, I would probably put Carrasco over uh, Baggio, especially given Baggio's injury history. All right. Who do you have as your uh, attacking center mids? Jonathan DeSantos. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, number one. Hands down. So, uh, Jonathan DeSantos, this is the only position where I have a starter in another position, just based on where we're at right now with the roster, where I have a starter in another position backing up a starter um, uh, on the field. Jonathan DeSantos is... If for whatever reason Jonathan goes down, or let's be hopeful and, and just say he gets called up for Mexico, um, Sebastian Legette will move over to that spot. Um, he played it a year and a half ago, two seasons ago. Um, he he played a little bit in the center, did very very well. Um, so I, I would say Legette probably comes in right behind uh, Jonathan. Then I actually go with Jao Pedro. I have him moved over in the in the moments he got to go forward last season. He did very well, long shots. Um, when you're not putting too much expectation on him. Um, you're not requiring too much of him. He actually seemed to show pretty well. Um, after that, I would I would actually probably put Baggio in that spot. Baggio similarly uh, could play, f- have the ball going forward a little, as long as you're not asking too much of him. But at at a point where Baggio Husidic is starting in that center midfield spot, we probably have enough issues where um, how much Baggio is connecting the middle is not our biggest problem. Yeah. So, I mean, I just have Jonathan and and Legit. I mean, that's. That's yeah. that's honestly I, I, the only you know, two I'd make, I, I can even think of. There, it, it's them and it's them and Husidic, really. I, if I had my and I wrote this down, and don't you, don't you say it. Argue don't say it. You're so close to getting out. You're so close to getting out without sounding stupid. Just leave it. I'm gonna leave it. Just then. leave it. I'm gonna leave it. He had Allison Drini. He had Allison Drini as a dream pick, because the guy is is honestly our most creative player on that field. Best crosser we have. Assist leader from the from the wings. Move him inside. Hey, I, did I say dream? I said dream, right? Dreams don't always come true. Goddamn, I understand that. Goddamn nightmare. All right, so as a right mid, I have Alessandrini, uh, Legette. I had Lasseter, but I'm kind of rethinking that. I think you have 
I think you had Pontius come on instead. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like Lasser can kind of come on the wings and amp out a little bit. He could, and he he did he did a little, and he often did for G two. I don't I don't see him coming on as as a forward and, and getting any minutes. Seems there. highly unlikely at this point. But he he often would come on. Uh, he would either start on G two on the wing or occasionally get subbed in. Um, looking at. I have Alessandrini. Uh, well, running through mine quickly. I have Alessandrini uh, as a starter, Chris Pontius as his backup, Sebastian Legette at, uh, at number three, and then Emma Boateng. I, I could be convinced to swap Emma and Legette uh, pretty easily. Again, I don't really like um, moving over starters into those depth spots unless it's it's um, it's a dr- more drastic situation. That's why Legette's all the way down to three. Um, most of, again, most of Pontius's uh, who started almost every game last season, save for four. Um, it's Pontius started m- the vast majority of his games at right wing. Uh, bringing him in, I originally did my compare and contrast with Emma for Chris Pontius, and then as I was going over it, it seemed more fitting that I should have done it with Jose Villarreal, um, since the majority of the minutes Pontius got were all on the right. Um, you know, he gives you a couple different options. He's not going to run as fast as Alessandrini, but you're still going to get some assists. A little bit on crossing, um, but again, an ability to kind of trap the ball and bring in people like Jonathan, bring in people like Geo into the play, um, and re- you know rely significantly less on uh, on Alessandrini from that spot. So I go uh, Alessandrini, Pontius, Legette, Boateng, or or some mixture of three and four. Uh, looking at sorry, I'm having like no Ed's an dying, attack right now, and I'm, I'm doing my best to kind of keep him going. Um, so moving moving from there, I guess we would go to. Um, I mean, I don't really know how I want to do it now because previously I had uh, right forward and left forward. That's why I'm saying it kind of throws everything off with with the. So let's just do. How about this then? Let's just do. Let's, let's just do forward. Let's do forward. Let's just do forward. Yeah. Full stop. Um, who's your number one? With now the, you're ca- now, here's the thing the, you you've already removed. We got to keep. You know, you got to keep the rules that you set. You've already disregarded Siani right. in place for Zlatan, so you, you're more than welcome to include Zlatan's him. Zlatan's your number one. Zlatan is is, is uh, not being benched for anybody. Absolutely. Um, I I feel like we're gonna play Geo more as a as a set, as a midfielder this season. If we, it depends on the formation, yeah, which it's imp- I mean, it's impossible, it's impossible to, to call. I'll go Kamara number two. Honestly, Kamara is is, is a starter without Zlatan. And then obviously, uh, Geo. It's a toss up between Pontius and BJ. I think, uh, I think BJ might have a, have a maybe a slighter slight advantage. Sure. Pontius. Pontius has the the uh, experience though. So, I would say prior to Zlatan coming in, Pontius is above Bradford, and I don't know why it makes sense in my head. But prior to Zlatan coming in, Pontius is above Bradford because Pontius can help trap the ball and bring it down, like we're expecting Zlatan to be able to do. Once Zlatan's in. And you're able to play that way with him. Now, maybe you don't really need to bring Chris Pontius in as a forward later, and you can bring Bradford in, use those legs to kind of tire some people out. Um, but I don't know. Just earlier on, it, it really seems like it would be you know Pontius for for a late goal that you might need. Trap the ball in. He played some forward last year, not a ton, but he played some. Um, and then and then Bradford. And then we can agree Lasseter's probably never seen a minutes at forward this year. Deserved. I mean, he hasn't really shown he can. He got, you know, he got, and he got plenty of minutes. He he's he's a he's a G two player. Like he is a G two player right now, and it's it's not it's not really a matter of the potential or what you're hoping for him. 
Bradford Jamison got limited minutes last year and made the fucking most of them. Made the most. Absolutely. As many goals in the run of play as the highest paid player he, on the team. He was the most dangerous player off the bench. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Save for, uh, you know, unless Romney happened to be coming off the bench, he's the most dangerous player yeah. coming, off, coming off the bench for us because Emma has to start. Might not be the case this year because Emma's going to be able to come off the bench. Um, Romney, Romney again, is going to be able to come off the bench late. Pontius might be able to come off the bench. But given given what they did with what they had last year, um, you could argue Lasseter should be starting with Ethan Zubak or with Justin Dillon down on G2 nice. and, and doesn't isn't really going to get a ton of opportunity for the first team. And and even to that point, play him on, on G2 so at least the kid's getting competitive minutes yeah, exactly. rather than sitting fourth in a pecking order or fifth in a fucking pecking order behind bang on starter Zlatan Ibrahimovic, bang on starter Ola Kamara, Giovanni DeSantos, like ahead of guys who he doesn't realistically expect to get a ton of, presumably expect to get a ton of minutes for, you know, he had 14 appearances last season and had one goal, zero assists. And, and as basically all she wrote in, that's a lot of games. That's a lot of games. And in in, in fairness to him, he got a lot of junk minutes. There wasn't a lot, you know, and it's, it's a bad team. Bradford Jamison got junk minutes. Bradford Jamison played for a bad team. And Bradford Jamison made the most of the minutes he had and scored big, important goals when he scored them. So Lasseter's on the list, but he's hanging on by fingernails. Yeah. I mean, he is he is moving into that Jack McBean role. He is moving into that Jose Villarreal role where you start to wonder, you're 23. Like, at what point, you know, at 23, Perry Kitchen went to Europe. Yeah. So at what point are, are we getting non-USL level talent out of you? I mean, and I think the one the one benefit is that we don't pay him because he is under home homegrown. So. Sure. So it doesn't it doesn't entirely. No, not homegrown. He's not homegrown. Never mind. Um, but he does use an international spot. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. No. Oh, I should check my list. I might be wrong. You are wrong. I'm definitely wrong. But I mean, he doesn't cost us that much anyway. So that's what I think that's my it. point. Yeah, he, yeah, he doesn't cost us that. Homegrown, and he, you know, he's on a free. Doesn't cost us. But shit. let's all right. So let's let's go over. We had uh, Zlatan definitely number one. Mm-hmm. Kamara, you're number two. Um, Gio, who's probably just going to be playing more of like a center midfield role. He'll be in, he, him being in the hole beneath Ola Kamara or Zlatan might actually get the most out of that kid. Yeah. Um, and then you probably have Pontius, who's probably your, your, your fourth and then yeah. BJ Could and then Lasseter is definitely, your, definitely your last on that, on yeah. that chart. And then in a, in a, in an absolute pinch, you bring in Emma. Emma. Yeah. Um, but who would you put higher? Not to keep, and then legit is like, technically, would, yeah. yeah, I guess not to keep bragging on the kid. Who in your in your personal if if we're we're making a U.S. Open Cup roster, would you rather start Bradford Jamison or Ariel Lasseter? Bradford. Bradford Jamison's two years younger. Yeah. Like even if you're investing time and minutes on 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 long term, what you can get out of these guys. But this time last year, could we have even done this this depth chart? We didn't have a depth chart. Like it was a G two depth chart. Yeah. Our show was only good because we liked the G, we liked G two so damn much, yeah. so we knew more than everybody else. Exactly. It's a, uh, you know, it's, it's been, it's been rough going for the galaxy, but we, we look like we're back. We look like we're, we're in that, in that melt. I wish, I hope I'm really praying Shelvik turns out to be a, a yellow Van Damme yes. fan favorite type. Yeah. Um, because everything I've been able to find about him has been very positive in that vein. Um, also Rolf Fletcher looking like a Felcher looking like a, a, a decent shout like to a, be a, a fan favorite. Goddamn supermodel, man. Rolf Fletcher's going to be 
I'm gonna I'm gonna that I'm gonna dude, call it now. 2018 panty dropper. That dude has L.A. written all over him. Yes, he's thrilled to be here. Absolutely. He's yeah. He's Absolutely. he's digging it. Uh, Hilliard Arce seems really really stoked to be here and enjoying it. Um, well, Clementa. He's, he's not having to live up north yeah. in the shitty part of California. Clementa seems to be falling into the Again. exact same vein. Just happy to just happy to not have to be in the north. Yeah. Um. You know, it's 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 weird being hope. We haven't recorded the show where we were hopeful. Like I don't think we have it. It was like. A handful of times. This hopeful? This handful, positive? Handful. This positive. Maybe. I don't know, man. I would say definitely I mean less than five. I'll say this. This is at, more than more than three. This is the so most four. this is the most positive I've been since we started recording. Yeah, probably. And uh, you know well, I mean you're kind of like your and shit over here. A lot of it is what the fuck was Bro. I'm honest. Sometimes you're just like Dang. Yeah, I don't know. This team kinda sucks right now. Sorry, Pooh. <laughs> I'll be honest. I like how Ben knows that because he has kids, and they probably watch Winnie the Pooh. Do they? Ben's dying. <laughs> Ben's out of commission. We Ben's can't talk dying. about it now. No, I'm just I'm I'm positive because the the direction seems <laughs> the direction seems strong. Viana seems for the most part out of power. Yeah. Um, and him being out of power is is really the thing that does it for me. It's um it's. It's probably that really the, pushes it over the edge. It's right? the most arousing part. You of were holding week. so long, and then like it's tantric. Pete, Pete, that's where, where not being involved is. at all. You're like, and then full release. It is tantric galaxy love, where I'm like, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, and I'm 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 waiting for us to get better, and I'm waiting for us to tell that that fucker to fuck off, and I'm I'm getting closer and I'm closer, and it's just like, shut the fuck up, oh, and it's just all and just full release. Yes, yes. just just that that scene from South Park where it's Randy. Just covered in his like spooge everywhere. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's amazing. It's beautiful. It's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be a good time. Zlatan it's, is coming. So I mean, what more can you say, man? That's Zlatan is coming, and we're back. That's the most important thing. After that year in the shadow, I mean, let's call it two years. Okay. Even even though we made it to to the the playoffs with Gerard, who literally limped. Who his who way. believed we were winning it? Molesca. Yeah, that I year. mean, come on. And you don't have to necessarily think we're winning this year. But we're gonna compete. We're gonna compete. That's for damn sure. We're gonna compete. And I, I think I'm, I'm with everyone who thinks like hesitant, like not hesitant, but cautious about the back line because it's, it's three new faces or two new faces at least starters, and who knows if, if they're all gonna gel. Yeah, I mean, I, I've spoken to some people who, who get the privilege of viewing practice. Um, it is, you know one of the, the things I've lucked out on in my life. Um, given that I care so much about how the galaxy doesn't practice. Uh, Felcher seems amazing. Apparently Stjovic is the fucking real deal. Um, everything I've heard from every person I've talked to is that practice is going swimmingly and we, we should be ready for preseason. I think they're already in Arizona. Yeah. Which Re- we're not going to make that trip now. I guess. Obviously remember if, uh, if you if guys we... want to make the trip, can you get the weekend off? Can no. you, Oh, you're, yeah, you're a fucking adult. You have every weekend off. Um, if if we lose every single preseason game, all of them, it is irrelevant. It won't matter. It's they never, they never do anyways. If we lose by like 10, then be ready to hang yourself. If if Bingham is playing like he's playing for San Jose, then understandable. But for where we're at right now, I mean, I you couldn't have convinced me I, I would have said this a year ago. For where we're at right now, I would agree with any person investing in season tickets. Every single one. Because the Galaxy has done their best to go out and earn 
your money. Exactly. I, I completely agree. Something they have not done in a long time. They have earned your money. They have earned your support. It, it would appear like the people who are in charge are not taking you for granted. It would appear, and I, I'm, I'm certainly no mouthpiece for them, but it would appear like they, they understand, oh, people will simply stop coming. And it's quick. And it's fast. And, and there, there will always be apologists and there will always be people saying, Hey, you know, um, you're a bad fan for not supporting. You're a bad fan for not having season tickets. Hey, you know what? At the end of the day, you got to go to work at the end of the day. It's your fucking money. It's your paycheck. That's clothes. You could buy your kid. That's, that's, uh, uh, uh repairs on your car. You could do that's, that's any number of things. That's your fucking money. They're, they're earning your soccer dollars for the first time in a long time. All right, now to close the show, we're going to end it with the lightning round. Pew, pew, pew. Mm. Pew, 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 pew. Oh, I missed that. Pew, pew, pew. Uh, real quick, want to be uh, a shock move. Landon Donovan is with Club Leon in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, as of today, Landon hasn't played a competitive game in 450 days. Wow. So I like that you took the time to update that. Yes. Well I said I had three numbers, so that's fine. Good enough. Um, it's cool. I, I wish Landon would have retired to G, but... You know, he's got kids now. He invested a lot in that San Diego USL team or MLS bid or whatever did, did not and out. did not work. So that dude needs some money and he needed it quick. He's so, got kids. He's got kids. He's got babies. Which is a Heath Slater WWF reference. Right? So he's got babies. Um, any any thoughts on that, Chris? Um, he didn't sign for the Chiva people. Fuck. He didn't sign for LAFC. He didn't sign for Seattle. He didn't sign for New York. I'm sorry. You're probably just going to get, you're probably guys going to catch the virus through the mics, how many times we've coughed, and I'm I'm getting really stuffy now. Yeah. So I'm like really afraid that you guys have given me something, you assholes. He didn't, but he didn't sign for for any of the teams that I hate. Um, any any with the greatest of trolls ever, two, the yeah. greatest troll jobs ever. Wearing number twenty. Wearing number twenty, the Dosacero. Yes, it's 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 amazing. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, he's you know, Landon deserves it. Go do whatever you want. Cause that hair is going. Oh, yeah. it's going. The only thing that I didn't like was, uh, you know, four years of them that we probably could have got, but we're not at least two more championships in that. But we're not, we're not this year. Like I've had people say, ask me what I thought about him going to Lyon, and I said, well, Landon's going to require DP money. We're not paying DP money for Landon Donovan today. It's not, you know, it's not for on the field anyway. It's gonna, it would be a Zlatan situation. Like we're buying, we're having you come in so we can sell jerseys and say Landon's back. But at thirty five years old. Um, 36, I mean, just as old as Zlatan in two months. He's older than Zlatan. Who would you take, Zlatan no, or not. Landon? He's younger than Zlatan. Who would I take, Zlatan or Landon? Landon. I would always take Landon. Nah, I'm good. But, but I would take Kobe. I would take Kobe over Zlatan today. You don't, you don't understand. I don't, you don't understand. I don't mind losing. I, I've got, I've got, uh, someone asked me what I, if the Galaxy could sign Neymar and he wanted to wear the number 13, I go, well, it sucks we couldn't sign Neymar then. Like I've got, I've got commandments in my well, head. Well, now that that number is irrelevant now. It doesn't matter. It doesn't mean anything because who, who took it now? Uh, no, no. There was I, a rumor that Lasseter had taken Lassiter it because he got it. announced with thirteen at the jersey unveiling, um, which was not the case. Lasseter is still wearing fifteen. Uh, thirteen somehow uh, again is not in use. Even though Perry, even though uh, uh, Chris Pontius wore thirteen at DC United and wore thirteen at Philadelphia last season, somehow thirteen wide open again because. They lied to you. Are you what's what is he wearing then? Two. I oh, think that's he's wearing right. two. Um I thought like 
Steris or Romney was there two. No, Steris, uh, Romney is four. Steris is five. Five sounds right. Um, you know, it, it's Who, you, it doesn't matter. You care. brought it I up. I know. I'm sorry. I don't care about numbers. I don't care. I don't give a shit. Uh, but um, it, it's re some. It, it's re re gone. Yeah. Re, whatever. Um, Moving on. Uh, next one I want to talk about is uh, G2s. Mm-hmm. Um, as of right now, the Galaxy has not updated their site. There's still players that have been cut on their rosters. Okay. Um, the home opener and the full roster have been announced already. Okay. And the web- website is still not updated. Right. We only have, according to Wikipedia, because that's the only place I can find the roster sure. that's updated, we have 14 players on the current roster. Okay. They did finally update the schedule from last year, right? I would I would assume so. No. Yeah. Oh, well, yes. They, because the new USL schedule yes. came out. Um, it, I mean, look, it gives it gives the kid uh, Skundrick. Am I pronouncing that right? Skundrick. It's close. Something. It gives that kid uh, an opportunity to get to get signed. Uh, it gives him a, an opportunity to get signed. It gives um, Hilliard Arce an option at, at where to play. Um, we're we're gonna fill these kids out. And there's academy players playing training. Five with the academy first players team. have are, have G2. traveled have yeah. traveled to the preseason game. And with, with the G two have been tra- have been training with uh, with with uh, the Galaxy. So. Yeah, I kind of I, I like the fact that it's only got fourteen players because I think that it gives that chance for the academy players to come up and play. You know, two, three, maybe more. Hopefully, more games with the G twos get that experience and really see what you have in the academy. You know, and also. You know, you're gonna have the first team players coming down. Earn a spot. You know, more team, yeah. more time for Efren, uh so, Alvarez, and yeah. I'm okay. Exactly. I, I think the 14s like is really a good number for the G2s. I really do. No, they they're gonna have to find like seven, eight more players. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna oh. fill out. They're gonna they'll fill oh. out. Uh, but I, I agree. Last Lasseter, last just yeah. moving to G2. Lasseter, you got Scundrus, you got the third round pick, maybe. Whatever is Akron kid. Uh, you, you got BJ, who's probably get some minutes down there. Sure. No, BJ would be the first team. Well, yeah, he'll be with the first team, but I mean. Come right on, now, it's yeah. It's still a reserve team. It's still yeah, where, the, I mean, you know, BJ's not getting minutes with the I first team. Every home game, every home game, BJ should be available for G2 the yeah. next day. Every single home game. Um, if ever there's, a, if there were, if ever there's, it lines up where Galaxy are playing Saturday, G2s are playing on Sunday. Bradford Jameson should be available for G2 the next day. Lasseter should be available every game. And we're, we're reaching, again, we're reaching that same point where Lasseter is now going to be taking minutes away from Justin Dillon, from Ethan Zubak. Well, no, if they, they're they, the prospects, they played uh, either they played both of those guys on the wings quite a bit. So, right, but they're forwards. Yeah, play them at I play know. them in their position so that they can learn their position. And maybe Mike Munoz doesn't have to be handcuffed now. I would imagine it's significantly less. I mean, one of the rumors we heard early on with Ziggy was the, one of the first things he did when he came in was say he wanted to take control of, or not take control of G two, but get G two squared away um, because clearly there's something wrong with the pipeline if you have these these crop of kids coming from your academy and your your second team moving to the first team and then they're all cut yeah. if they're all cut there's something wrong there's in something that pro- every year every year process yeah. every year there's a huge amount but it's of... another one it's your Tristan Bowen it's your what was the other kid's name uh, uh it's your Israel Cisse like how many times have we had that up and coming kid right where they're just they're junked well, and and you know some some people say like our, our friend Tracer that the G two is winning doesn't matter, which I for one call bullshit. I do too. Because we, you need to have these kids, and you need to learn to win. Learning how to win, yeah. how to have that winning mentality, 
Because you br- that's what you're expecting them to bring exactly. to you, the first team. You mm-hmm. have to, yeah, you have to be able to fight back from a two goal deficit, and that's not something that you know you just come up to the first team and do. You got to learn what it takes to be a pro and how to win. Sure. Yeah, exactly. The only place I would defend Tracer is where we were last season. If we're playing the same, if we're playing the same formation, we're trying to play the same style on G two and G one. It is less important whether we win and how important that person plays their position, how important or how that person. Um, plays with everyone else in tandem that's trying to play that same quote galaxy style um for that transition of the first team here's the thing that may not be the case this year because barcelona b plays the same style barcelona plays but they're still winning sure but but that's also i mean they what was it was only a couple years ago where they were like top of uh syria or what is it la liga b or whatever the fuck it's called segunda whatever but segunda whatever you know they were. You know they they couldn't come up obviously because you can't have. They're not allowed to get promoted. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You have that winning mentality because you're gonna bring the you you hopefully want to bring them. That's the whole point of having that's a second goal. team is you can bring them through the pipeline, right. and they know what it takes to win. They know what it takes to be in that system. Sure, but I mean it, it would only be slightly unfair. It's because the way Barcelona operates in Spain compared to how we're allowed to operate here is a little different. Um, because if Barcelona sees that young talent on someone else's team, they can just buy them and then say, well, now it's time for you to go learn that. I mean, it's not like we didn't do that with the Chivas Academy, with the other academies. But see, we could do it with Chivas. We could do it with them because they're local and those kids count as ours. Like we're allowed to do that. I mean, that's why there's a thousand LA Galaxy blank teams, LA Galaxy South Bay, LA Galaxy San Diego. Like it's the point of us pick like poaching these academies or these, these youth teams because they won't get any money from us. But as long they as they won't get any compensation from us, as long as we're sticking to playing the kids, playing the youth at that level to help them develop, while many of them are playing USL teams, flat out USL teams, not affiliated teams, not junior teams of MLS teams. You know, if you're if you're playing a, give me any USL team, any any straight out USL team, Reno, Arizona United. Re, was Reno connected to someone? Yes, San Jose. So I need some someone who's but not. They're they're an affiliate. They're not like a G two. You know, they may but have they get San, they players. Get San Jose loan players. So like uh, 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 Louisville City. You're going to see think... Tommy Thompson in the fucking Reno pretty soon. Or, or Phoenix. Phoenix Rising. I don't think they're affiliated. I think it's Arizona United. That's old. Um, yeah, that's what they used to be called. Or Charleston Battery. Um, although they might be affiliated with United. Uh, but if you find any of these these USL teams that aren't tied to anyone, that it's just New standalone. Too. I mean, no shit. Yeah. Uh, standalone by themselves, you know, Indy 11, whatever. They're They're just a USL team. They're hiring grown men professionals where that's the level they're going to play. FC Cincinnati. That's who they, FC Cincinnati. That's, FC Cincinnati. They might be Columbus's uh, affiliate, though. I don't think they are. I think they're good. I (laughs) I think think FC Cincinnati's on their own. Isn't Sacramento the affiliate for San Jose? No, it was Reno. Okay. I I 100% guarantee it's Reno. Pick Sacramento. Sacramento is a USL team. Sacramento is signing Clementa because they're trying to put the best, the best people on the field that they can, they can sign and they can afford. Here's a walk on, by the way. (sighs) Jesus Christ. Uh, that's what they're trying to build. They're trying to build a capable USL team. We're trying to build capable players to move into our into MLS level. So it doesn't really matter whether they win because we're playing Efren Al- like I'm not expecting Efren Alvarez to win a game. I'm expecting Efren Alvarez to progress. I would like him to win a game. I think he's talented enough to win a game, but I'm not expecting him to go out and win. No. I'm I'm expecting him to get to better, yeah. to develop, and to be ready for that transition to the first team. And I think that's the point Tracer's trying but to I, make. But no, but no, it's not. 
It really isn't. He just doesn't care about winning because he wants to see them develop, which is fine. I think all Tracer cares about is winning, but he cares about the Galaxy winning, not the Galaxy 2 winning. But like I go back to the point, you have to teach them how to win. Sure. Because if you're teaching a bunch of people to have a better set of they get a better a set of skills, but yet they're still losing week in week out. That confidence that they're not gaining is could be as instrumental as them getting a broken foot or having a bad injury. It it, it I I and I see I I definitely see what you're saying. And with our with the yeah. way we've been running, go ahead. Ben. No, no, it, yeah, I I agree with Ed and the fact that you know if you put a tough week in training and you busted your ass and then you go out and you get your ass handed to you ten nothing or whatever it was like they got against Reno. You know, I mean, that's that does something to your psyche. Since mm-hmm. since he's not no longer with the with the team, I think we really talk about. We had a conversation with Covarubius. Yeah, we did. I mean, he's not with the team. I, I mean, I, th- I think we're free to talk about this, right? You know, you know, I'm, I'm going to say, go ahead. Uh, I'm saying, you, okay. he he complained and you said, you know what, you know what, he complained and said, look, look, I came back to this team to yeah. win games. Yeah, I was there. You were there. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's right. Ben was there. He didn't come back. He didn't come back. To I didn't lose. come back to sit on a bench and lose every. There you week. go. Yeah. Which you know what? And that's that's why I wish we would have kept him because he has that. That's what mentality. I want from a captain. Yeah. And that's he what was you want. he was the captain of G two. Yes. That's what that's what a captain. That's the way a captain should look at it. And he didn't call a single one of his players. Not to us. I'm sure he's called didn't, them out didn't to call themselves. A player out. He didn't drop a player's name. He didn't drop a coach's name. He didn't drop general manager. He didn't drop anyone's name. He looked at it like a club philosophy. He said, "I didn't come back here to sit on a bench and lose every week." I don't know what's going on, but we're trying to fix it. And that's what you want out of I mean, and I wish we would have kept that guy. Absolutely. Based on what I know, that's what you should want out of a out of a captain, certainly out of a a, a veteran member of your team. Um you know, I, I don't know whether that's a story you should have shared. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure he didn't give a shit. Um who the fuck listens to this? Right. Um it's you know, I'm 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 with you. It is it's hard given the environment we have and the team we have, because you do have chronically underperforming players that are That's given... why we got rid of Ryo Fuji, which put it that kid never I mean put maybe one good performance in mm-hmm. this time here. But he's all hyped like, oh Ryo Fuji, this is gonna be one of our top players in G two from the Academy, blah blah blah. But that's that that's the hard thing is somebody that stars at the Academy, you know, you, you don't really know if that's the best they're gonna get. Is I, that you, I, you? You know, I mean, I guess it, that's a, that's a problem with, I, with trying to have. And, well, I I know somebody that was in the academy at the same time as Ryo Fuji, and I was, I talked to him about this. And they said the kid was incredible. He was absolutely incredible as a kid. He's way better than everyone else's age group. Maybe, maybe the distraction the fact, of of going to school and having well, your school paid for at the same time. Well, I just think that he, you know, I mean, go be a footballer. Yeah, you're pick one. You're well. You're born to do this. <laughs> why do you think? Why do you think Wayne Rooney probably has the fucking mentality of a five year old? Capacity of a yeah. fucking preschool. Yeah. He likes uh, well, he I likes mean, the taste of the color red. Like I mean, what do you, <laughs> that's probably what Wayne Rooney is is thinking right now. Well, my my point was that everybody gets to a certain level, and I mean, you Ryo, Ryo, yeah, Ryo. Well, no, Ryo Fuji hit the best he could do was a USL sub at best. You, yeah, exactly. And you don't know that at sixteen, seventeen years old. You know, yeah. you, you you don't. But it's I mean it's, I mean like like everyone's hyped up on Efren Alvarez and I think the guy's you know everyone says he's legit and he's the real deal. He's pretty But but good. you know, I mean if the guy doesn't develop over the next two years, what do you do? And that's I guess that's that's the trouble well, with running a professional soccer team. He's fifteen. Or trying to and then also trying to you're trying to run a professional soccer team and run a a developmental team. Mm-hmm. You have to find that balance, and it, it's 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 a balance. It's, it's, I mean, kids got to get minutes. Difficult, yeah. Kids got to start, but it's it's the team, you know, where 
it's a team where meritocracy hasn't always been the the bar for how you get minutes. You know, uh, we've joked about name redacted and team redacted and, you know, smile redacted and jokes redacted and all that. Um, That's got to be a shirt, right? Yeah. And, you know, if you haven't been able to, to catch on for who we're talking about, obviously there's, you have a fucking learning disability. Um, we're talking about Giovanni De Santos. That's not fair. Don't talk about Gilbert like that. There will, be, <laughs> there will be no more name redacted. There will be no more countries redacted. Um, our, our amazing friend and friend of the show, Dan Loney, brought it to my, my attention. No one who listens to this show comes here for name redacted. You come to this show because we will call Gio out. You'll come to this show because we will call out apathy and we will call out laziness and we will call out underperforming regardless of your price, regardless of your, your roster designation, regardless of whether you take an international spot, regardless of your country of origin, regardless of your ethnicity. Look, to be fair, we probably talked more shit on Giassi than yeah. we did on Gio. But I'm allowed to talk about Giassi because he's black. I'm allowed to talk about Jermaine Jones because he's black. I'm not allowed to talk about Giovanni DeSantos because he's Mexican. You know what the problem with that is? That's fucking racist. The idea that I can't criticize someone who makes more money than everyone else on the team because he's because he's Mexican is fucking racist. That is racist. So you know what? If Gio has a shitty game, I'm gonna call I'm gonna call about that he had a shitty game. And if you don't like it, and you're not, if you don't like he, it, he, block me. If you don't like it, unsubscribe from the show. If you don't like it, leave us a negative review. It's all you're like, oh, that Mexican cunt fucking... Because I don't have an issue with the fact that he's Mexican. <laughs> I have an issue with the fact that he sucks. Yeah. I have an issue with the fact that he, he bangs penalty uh, penalty shots off crossbars. That he takes free kicks into the wall. That he, that there are, there are occasional occasional plays he decides to not track back on. I, I, I care about the fact that he, he scored six goals in a season despite making $5 million and everyone else got fired except for him. I have a problem with that. Well, not everybody. Eh, well, on the field. Okay. Uh, yeah, you yeah. know, I have, a, I have a problem with the fact that Giassi had a bad year and Gio had a bad year and Giassi has to go. And that Gio, <sighs> Gio will get a raise. That's my problem. Now, with that said, this is the year because you have your second world-class striker. And if you underperform on your second world-class striker... I have to believe you're gone. Common denominator, right? It's it's I mean it it's we're already we're already at the common denominator. Yeah. His his whole career is the common denominator. But with that said, I'm positive for Gio. This will be Gio's best season. Well, especially I mean, I think it's gonna be his best This will be first, his best season. First three months because he's really gonna try to work his ass off for that World Cup spot. Yeah, and good. Good. I, I hope I hope he goes to the World Cup and not just because I want him off the team. I want him to go to the World Cup because well, I'm, and then we can sell him for a lot of money. I'm assuming I'm assuming Mexico is going to operate closer to a meritocracy. I don't really follow that national team and certainly not that league very much. Um, but I, I would hope that if he's 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 more of a on the bubble guy, and if he doesn't perform, he ain't going to make it because they've got significant talent where they don't really need him. Um, I would hope he fucking shows up and performs. I would hope he scores more than I would hope he scores more than six goals before he leaves for for the World Cup. Because on this team, on a team with Ola Kamara, on a team with Sebastian Legette, on a team with Alessandrini, six goals, six goals for a season is unacceptable. Period. So this should be the year. Yeah, when Dave Romney scores two less goals than you, I think that is a problem. Yeah. If Bradford Jamison can do it with uh, 11, 11 sub-appearances, this should be the year. Yeah. And if it's not, I, I would expect uh, a loud chorus to join me in calling for his transfer. Should we rename the segment to, like, Random Topics or something like that? Why? What's wrong with Lightning Round? <laughs> <laughs> well, the season hasn't started yet, so we can't get into the Lightning Rants. We got nothing but time. Yeah, you know. lightning, lightning Rants. 
Boom. Way better. All right, cool. I like that one. We have a we have a what is it called? We have a feature now on the show. Lightning rants. Lightning rants. <laughs> yes, dude. All right. Um. So before we close the show, I did want to give out uh, a shout out to our friend at um podcasting family, uh, uh Bobby from LA is our house. Um. If you guys can please send out your vibes and uh, and if you are a praying person, give him give him a quick prayer. Uh, unfortunately, he did lose his mom last week, and we want to send our deepest condolences to him. And his family. It's probably uh, like two weeks at this point. Is it two weeks? It might be three. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, anyways, you know, uh, still. Damn, we're in a good moment like that. You see that? Sorry. I'm trying to have a heart-to-heart with, with our listeners and with Bobby and the Elliot's yeah, house talk, family. I know. That was rough, Tuck. Um, no, but seriously. Um, Correcting time? <laughs> you know, um, we do want to give our, our deepest condolences. It's, it has been a while since we recorded. Um, and I we have all been sick. Me, less than these guys. But like, as, you, as you can tell, my I am getting pretty stuffy in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a little worried because these assholes are probably going to get me sick. Yeah. I got um, some. I got yeah, some for you. But it, yeah, you're pretty much done. All that doesn't matter. We just want to give our, our oh, deepest consolences. Yeah, okay. I forgot about that. Our deepest consolences to Bobby and his whole family. Like, I, I can't even imagine what you're going through right now, dude. But, you know, we always got your back, man. And, and um, we're with you. And if, if, if there's anything we can do, there's a GoFundMe account uh, set up for. He, they, they, he lost his mom on uh, January 9th, the last day we recorded, um, to a stroke. Uh, very sudden, very surprising, and 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 um, they're trying to pay get her funeral paid for. Um, so we're going to go ahead and tweet a link out to that right now. Um, so please, and we'll, uh, we'll also put it in the show notes. We'll put it in the show notes, so so it'll be pretty easy to find. Um, but if if you can do anything, if you can help, um, you know, please donate or, if I you mean, can. At the very least, like send those guys a, a well positive wishes. message. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Um, so Bobby, you know, we're here for you, dude. Like. Keep your head up, man. Uh, on I, I don't know how we transition from that. So, uh, Chris, you want to give him your? Oh wait, wait, wait. you oh. guys, you guys have not congratulated David Beckham on his oh. team yet because everybody else in the world has. So yeah, I Messi thought that maybe yeah, I thought maybe you guys should do like a promo Usain or some Bolt. sort of yeah. The same thing. This I, I have all the same information <laughs> I had four years ago. I hope, and this is this is like the most inside joke. I hope David Beckham comes to L.A. And plays on July. Or was it Miami? Might be in Miami. It might be in Miami. Yeah. I, t- I tweeted it. out. Okay. I was like, "Well, Beckham be in Miami." Miami, and- Fourth of July. I'm so, so if you if you if you're in the know, you're in the know. If you're not, yeah, that's one of those things you either know yeah, or you don't. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. Um, Chris, you want to give them your socials, dude? Yes, sir. At uh, zero cool one three eight on the tweet machines, uh, Snapchat, which I do use a little more now, uh, Instagrams and uh, PSN Network, FIFA eighteen. Get at me. Um, you can find Ben on Twitter at DT Radio Ben. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at EdTheZombie13. You can find me on the PS4 network at Zombino13. That's Z-O-M-B-I-N-H-O-1-3. You can also find the show on Facebook and Twitter at Ride Squadcast. Please like, share. That's the best thing you can do share, for us. Share, goddammit. Share the posts. Retweet. Like them, retweet. Reviews. Do all that stuff. Um, you can also send us an email at RideSquadcast at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voicemail. We are, Chris, we are going to start integrating voicemails again as we get closer to the Give season. us a call. Leave us your thoughts on Ebra. Leave your thoughts on Kamara. Leave your thoughts on if if, if Siggy should join the Ride Squadcast Weight Loss Challenge. Um, you know, email us. Leave us a voicemail. 
we will we do read them we do want to read them out loud and give you guys a voice yes that's all, uh, one of the point of the show because it is the people's podcast exactly 562-641-5277-562-641 Lars and please give us a review and rating on iTunes that helps us become more visible gets more earballs to this uh, stupid ass podcast that we do while well, we try to do every week <laughs> we're going to try to get back on a regular Very schedule um, so thank you guys for listening we will get back to you hopefully next Tuesday and not wait another four weeks between uh, recordings again but on that note Shinsuke Nakamura to Wrestlemania bye oh by the way I got New Japan tickets Woo! oh yes we're going to the New Japan show in thank, Long Beach thank what you up? Jose thank you Jose you the man We could pop some champagne and we could have a ball. We could toast to the good like we could have it all. We could really spurge, girl, and tap them all. If ever you need someone, I'm the one you should call. I'll be there to pick you up if ever you should fall. If you got problems, I can solve them. They're bigger than small. That other nigga you be with ain't about shit. I'm your friend, your father, and confidant. Bitch, I don't know what you heard about me. But a bitch can't get a dollar out of me. No Cadillac, no I keep a bin, some rims, and some jewels. I holla at.